entertained? Are you not entertained? I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. What's up, Videolanders? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight are my wingmen... Cousin Wayne. I'm Caster Troy. I mean, Kyle. And we have some fresh meat at the table, boys. Hey, I'm Chase. Are you ready to do a podcast with these shit-eating peckerheads? Yeah, can't wait, man. <laughs> That's the nicest thing you've ever said about either Wayne or I. <laughs> yeah, shit. You gotta hear what he says when the fucking microphone's off, man. <laughs> yeah, Wayne doesn't say too much of a diddly shit, but... <laughs> <laughs> This is the only time I fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> Quick reminder, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. In some parts of the world, we're known as CWA, mostly in the Philippines, Australia, and, and Texas. We are going global. <laughs> oh, what is CWA, Cousin Wynn? Uh Critics with attitude. We have some fucking attitude. We use a lot of harsh language, say a lot of shit you're not going to like, uh, if you don't like it, that turn you on. We don't exactly. Know. You can go fuck yourself either way. Yeah. <laughs> if you're offended by bad words or just uh, what well, fucked up humor, yeah, there's yeah. a little bit of that here. We do. There's, there's, the there's some fucking pedophile jokes in here, even. Yeah, so it's that great shit. might not be the podcast for you and your grandma if it's like you know uh, Sunday morning you're driving to church. <laughs> you don't know my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our grandma would have loved the shit out of this oh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, she bought cousin Wayne porns. <laughs> a <laughs> huge story. box of porn too, in it. Yeah. It, why did she? Why did she do that? Oh, uh, so I probably so I'd stay home. Keep them out of trouble. I, I, yeah. I, sold, I sold Grandma this huge box of porno, right? Jesus. She gave me like twenty bucks VHS porno. Yeah. She's like, well, at least I know where Wayne will be. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, she, she's like, well, he won't be out on the streets causing hell. Because <laughs> Brad's like, uh, it, it was, was a, a whole box, dude. It was like, it was like huge. 30? 30 VHS like Come Guzzlers 2. Oh, and, Jesus Christ. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, the classics. Yeah. Yeah, the Come eat my ass. No, he just brought it over. He's like, Come in my ass. And dude, he he's like, you think Grandma would buy that? I'm like, well, let me go. Hey, Grandma. <laughs> like, I've got a huge box of porn. I think it was Grandpa's money, too. <laughs> it might have been. Who knows? But she's like, God, that's a lot of porn. <laughs> just, yeah, I'll get it for you, honey. At least I know where he'll be if I get this. <laughs> So if you like, she was right, man. I spent a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're about, okay? That's what we're about. We're so, about uh, buying boxes of porn, <laughs> staying home. So, uh, spoiler alert for the three Nicolas Cage movies we are breaking down tonight. If you haven't watched the movies and you don't want them ruined, put the bunny back in the box and come back later. Um, if this is your first versus episode, then welcome to versus. Versus is AV's Fight Club of sorts, where we put two movies against against each other, or in this case, three movies against each other, and see who comes out the victor. I can call it a movie menage a trois. Ooh, that's fucking mm. sexual. It is kinky. Sensual. Yes. Hot. <laughs> uh, hot. Consider this cage fight the Thunderdome of movie watching, where only one movie is crowned the champion. Uh, we use verses to examine and discuss films we've needed to see or haven't seen in a while. We recognize a genre director's achievements by forming a list of categories. The various category winners are awarded golden idols, and the film with the most golden idols wins. These episodes have become our film school of sorts. It has helped us understand filmmaking and change the way we watch movies. Chase, did this first versus change the way that you watch movies? Yeah, absolutely. Especially these right here. Generally, you're just watching these for a good time, maybe have a laugh or whatever, beer and pizza type movies. Mm -hmm. This format gets you kind of asking questions. What are they setting out to do? How did they accomplish it? Did they? 
what are different ways that different groups of people did it? You know, when you're looking at analyzing comparatively, it's a it's a different look. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, quick announcements and updates. Operation Weatherproof, guys. Lights are up. What do you guys think? It is fucking beautiful. Uh, seriously, uh, <laughs> he did a great job. I mean, it is so much better in here. I can actually see everybody. It's great. <laughs> Man, we have adjustable studio lights that have a dimmer switch on them. Does it put you in the mood, Cousin Wynn? Oh, yeah, but that doesn't take much. <laughs> I can't imagine you in the mood. It's probably like pressing pause on Zombie Hookers 12. You're like, take me, honey. I'm in the mood. <laughs> the wind blows the right way, and it's like, oh. I'm in the mood, baby. <laughs> Brace yourself. I just paused the movie. <laughs> what, you don't pause the movie before you do anything? Fuck, show some respect. <laughs> I try to get my fucking time when I'm not watching, like, you know, the movies. Oh, well, <laughs> shit, I guess you're a better man than me. No. So, uh, big thanks, man, to just uh, to Richard Pope, owner of Renovations by the Pope. Um, without him, we wouldn't be... If Without him, we'd be bent over saw oh, horses. We, we'd, be, we'd be freezing. Wouldn't be able to see shit. He's be, just done yeah, a great we, fucking job. We would job. be bent over saw horses with less money in our pockets. I, I got really walking today and was like, "Whoa, what the? Like, what is this? What the place fuck kind of magic did he do here?" <laughs> I gotta say, this is not just the first time I'm on the show. Also, the first time seeing the studio and walking in is great. It is, uh, you know, get you in the mood, so to speak. Cinematic aphrodisiac. Yeah, for dude. Sure. Nice. With this dim lighting, it's yeah. a lot more. Yeah. First thing Chase did, uh-huh. Chase came in. He was like, "God damn, this place is fucking amazing." <laughs> And Wayne, Wayne's got his vape going, so it smells like blue raspberries in here. It's a real I'm sexy vibe. Wow, I, I tried to find lavender, but, but I just farts. didn't. It's like blues, blue raspberry and, and Vaseline. God damn. With just a hint of regret. And monster. <laughs> and Vaseline when he farts. I'm not sure why. Fucking nasty, but yeah, Richard has oh, really... Oh, you know why. <laughs> Richard has really hooked us up, but uh, thoughts on the Pope, uh, Kyle. Would you call him to fix your shit? No, I would have you call him because I'd be too afraid to talk to a man that puts art like this together. <laughs> this is fucking wonderful. Nice. I love this. Would you guys hire him to fix your shit? I would hire him to fix my shit and fuck my wife. <laughs> <laughs> He's just that kind of a guy. I'll, I'll hand out some cards for the guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's, that's hella nice of you. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, if you need your stop cock fixed or your ball valve tap, <laughs> those <laughs> real things you just said. If you need your hex nipple fit, yeah, I thought they should have been. <laughs> maybe your water's broken, you need it plugged, or maybe you just need your wood jacked. <laughs> Richard Pope is your man. <laughs> yeah, he can do all that. <laughs> so uh, seriously though Richard is awesome uh, he does quality work at a reasonable price so uh, give him a call um, our motto actually here um, at Adventures is call the Pope or go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> t-shirts on the way he, yeah, he, he won't put it on the side of his truck for some fucking reason <laughs> if it ain't the Pope it's shit <laughs> Yeah, that's straight up, man. Call the Pope or go fuck yourself. Um, so, yeah, he should get that on a shirt, man. I mean, his, client, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. his clientele is going to go down, but... <laughs> and if you're listening to this podcast, I promise you, we're going to get to the movies. Nope. All right. Never do. We're talking about Nick Cage. Movies? <laughs> I still forgot to watch them. Can you give me a minute? But to also, thanks to everyone that has donated. We couldn't do it without your help. And if you haven't donated... Thanks to everybody. If you yeah. haven't donated... 
then go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay? We're sending Rich Pope over to kick your ass. First. Yeah, he does that all the time. He breaks legs. Turn this off, send some money, and yeah. then turn it back yeah, he, on. He builds fences, and then he breaks legs on the side. So uh, go to the website, find Operation Weatherproof, and press the PayPal link. That's all. That's all you have to do. We're currently on phase three, which is the drywall uh, drywall phase. Uh, we need uh, $300. Uh, we're currently at about uh, 20 bucks. Mm in the Vader helmet. So um, I'm going to throw a little bit of money in tonight. You guys have any um, at the table you want to throw in? Absolutely. And can you throw in some change? Ooh. Douche. Do it. That's what it's about, guys. Change adds up, man. If that's all you have is is change. Um, if you're if you're looking at the website and you're like, man, all I have is fucking five dollars in my pocket, man. Should I should I donate or am I gonna, am I gonna look like a an asshole? No. That's really cool of you. Donate that five bucks because everything adds up, man. Um, Jeremy Clifford, video lander Jeremy Clifford was over here um, Thursday night. We we're talking Star Wars, and uh, he hasn't been here since November, early November, and uh, that's not too long ago. And he was like, "Wow." You guys have done a lot mm-hmm. in, in just uh, two months, and that's because everyone has donated, you know? Yeah, it's it's improved so much in here. Yeah, so, um, yeah, any uh, announcements that you guys have that you guys want to make personally? I'll get into marathons and verses. <laughs> Do you guys have any announcements or, or updates? <laughs> what? Is there something? Uh, this part's throwing me off. I don't know. I don't I don't know. My life is worthless. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> any announcements or updates you want to make? Not a goddamn one. Uh, <laughs> A um, lot of content coming your way. Uh, Martial Art Marathon is the second week of February. Yep. We're doing uh, Hero, Way of the Dragon, Kung Fu Hustle, Super Cop, and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, why those movies? Those are the highest rated martial art films of all time. Do they earn that rating? Uh, we're going to find out. And then you're coming back for that episode, right? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. He's like, fucking maybe. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I'm not committing to we'll see how you fuckers <laughs> behave tonight. We'll see. <laughs> see if my asshole still hurts or not. <laughs> so, uh, Next year or sooner, we're doing a Yin Wu Ping marathon um, or a uh, Shaw Brothers marathon. I'd like to tackle both those. Um, so either this year or next year. Um, so if your movie is not on that uh, martial arts list, then maybe it'll be on the next one. And then uh, February, man, is Black History Month. Um, so with the release of Black Panther, we are doing a versus between two black exploitation films, Shaft versus Dolomite. Fuck yeah. I'm so I, fucking excited we are on about that. that. Yeah. We have... Uh, I think Matt and Jeremy Clifford, the first time Jeremy's going to be on uh, for a verse. That's going to be really fun. Um, but yeah, we're going to be tackling those two movies. I can't wait for that. And then March, April is Casablanca versus Citizen Kane. That's going to be a, those are some that's, fucking that's titans. That's a fucking home run episode right there. Yeah, leading up to the Oscars or right after the Oscars. That's when that one's planned. So two of the most respected black and white films of all time. Going head Just films, to, period. Going head to yeah. head, man. That's gonna be awesome. I can't wait for that. And I honestly don't know where I I, uh, I stand with that. You know, I remember liking Citizen Kane. I haven't seen uh, uh, Casablanca for years, ten years. Mm-hmm. You know, probably the same for Citizen Kane. Yeah, I have here. I have no horse in the race, so I can't wait to find out what my favorite black and white film is between those two. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I gotta I'm say, I'm an, I'm an uncultured pleb. I've never seen either one of them. Really? So, yeah, huh. I'll have to check them both out. <laughs> and Casablanca is yeah. my number one movie of all time. Wow. But like, even I mean, got to get props to Citizen Kane just to like you know production wise like half of the shit you watch in that movie you're like oh that's real cliche but it's not a, it wasn't a cliche yeah, it was when the it was originator, fucking done yeah. in that movie it's it a cliche because they did it yeah, yeah. Um, 
And uh, the John Cazell Marathon. I can't wait for that. I want who's, who's John Cazell, Brad? Yeah, I want AV to know the name John Cazell. Uh, most so people, few people do. Yeah, I mean, it's... exactly. Um, he appeared in five films over a period of six years, all of which were nominated for Best Picture: uh, The Godfather, The Conversation, The Godfather Part Two, Dog Day Afternoon, and The Deer Hunter. So it might turn into a Godfather versus Godfather Two. I don't know. <laughs> But if that's the case, those other three films are that's yeah. a hell of a resume. Big hitters too. Yeah. That's a hell of a resume, and then he croaked. So, wow. <laughs> but uh, he killed it while he was on Earth. So <laughs> he killed it. <laughs> he killed it. Uh, so I can't wait to do that. Uh, that's just gonna be a fun watch. Um, and then uh, Sunday, uh, we're gonna find out if Clerks makes Pantheon. Right now, I'm not not gonna say too much, but it's on the fence. It's not defeated. It's it hasn't won, but it's on the it's, fence. It's not out, but it's certainly not real not fucking close. Yeah, it's not. Either. Yeah, exactly. It's not a walk in the park. It's it's uh, can't wait to see how that turns out. So that's going to be on Sunday, and then the new nomination goes up on Monday, which I already have. So I'm very mm-hmm. curious to see what you guys think about the new Pantheon nomination. So that's all the announcements uh, that I have. But uh, but guys, I'm a big fan, big fan of Nicolas Cage. <clears throat> when Cage is in Cage Rage mode, there is nothing fucking better. Are you guys fans of Crazy Cage? Fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, honestly, I'm so glad we did this because I had completely forgotten about how fucking awesome he was. Yeah. I mean, I think for me personally, it started with Ghost Rider and it's just been downhill. Yeah. Ever since, just one piece of shit after the other. And then he just does anything now. Yeah, yeah I, I, yeah. I can't really say Here's I blame a script. him. I'll do it. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? If he keeps his ass out of prison, I, fuck, I do it too. <laughs> right. I wouldn't even read the script. Like, oh, hey, I got a script. Yep, I'm on the plane. You know, let's yeah. go do this. But I've been wanting to talk about these '90s action movies. They're great for I mean, a long time, for about two years. But um, you know, he's had some straight to video. Like uh, I think there's one out right now called Vengeance. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's it's the it looks like your 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 most basic vengeance flick with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and if you don't let him go fucking bananas in a vengeance yeah. flick, yeah. then you're a shithole director. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what yeah. he does, man. I mean, that's what he got famous for. Was just that. You know, psycho yeah. acting. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Did you you guys like Crazy Nicholas Cage? Obviously, yeah, right? Yeah, Absolutely. no, I do. And I, it kind of like watching it made me sort of wonder why is it that it works? Not just him going nuts, but him in general. And we kind of talked about this yeah, yeah. Uh, between ourselves a little bit before. Um, he kind of breaks the mold. He doesn't have like the standard look. Mm-hmm. His his technique isn't isn't the same, and he doesn't even bring kind of the same thing film to film, but he seems to, when he's on, it works, and it made me think about, like, why? Why is that? Yeah, not since, I would say, Bruce Willis has there been, like, an unconventional tough guy, right? Yeah. He, and- he looks very soft. He, he's got... Thinning hair. He's got yeah, a, 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 a joke of grin. Really, yeah, he doesn't you know have a mean? big build. And, uh, um, very Muppety. He looks like a Hollywood Muppet. Yeah, and, and just something about it that he's like. He's I hope I'm Nicholas Cage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I buy that. But and he's like so such prolific like meme fodder yeah. is another thing like Big in time. the internet yeah. age. Oh god, yeah. And just in an age where like uh, I, I do think like like for somebody who takes in a lot of things online, there's a there's an element of like of irony and sarcasm tied into almost everything and mm-hmm. and there's a bit of that coming off everything he does where sometimes it's it's hard to tell where he's coming from is it sincere is i he, know you know is he <laughs> just being a complete smart ass yeah you know? yeah exactly yeah so yeah that goofy smile and yeah. he doesn't and his he doesn't, eyes man he can get his you eyes think real about fucking it, guys, big like, and yeah. he can he, he, he doesn't look like schwarzenegger uh stallone he doesn't look like kurt russell yeah. he doesn't have that Harrison Ford appeal. Hell, let's go current. He doesn't have Gerard Butler. He's not a big guy. Yeah. He doesn't look like an action star, yet he fucking killed three yeah. of the most iconic action films. He pulled them off great. In the I 90s. Mean, so there wasn't one movie in here that I thought was shit. 
I mean, not one. Usually no, I, there's one. It was funny. I said, them, I said, usually I have a horse in the race. Mm. I uh, and I kind of do, I guess. But um, tonight, I really don't care what film wins. Yeah, I, same I, I do not care. I had fun with all three. Uh, yeah, of I don't movies. think I did. I forgot how much fun he was because I was kind of like, man, okay, Cage Rage makes sense. Fuck it, let's do this. Started watching. I'm like, oh my god. This guy was so fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. I had fun with all three of these. Yeah. Just moment to moment, like bang for your buck. He gets mm-hmm. a lot out of a little, out of just a little bit where like, it, whether it makes you laugh or you get like a fuck yeah out of it or yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yes. And, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just, it's, it's weird. Sometimes he comes off as almost aloof and the next minute he's just like so intense and uh, yeah, it's, it's great. I'm no. Okay. Yeah. He, yeah. He's awesome. Um, in the last few years, you know, Nick, Nicholas Cage has become known as just that cash grab B-list actor due to his IRS problems, and you know he started out with that low, the low budget comedies and then rom coms. But there was a time when he fucking owned Hollywood. Oh, he did. He was so up and coming, and it's just a shame he, what happened to him. He almost really played Superman mm-hmm. for Tim Burton. I mean, they had the uniform, you know, for uh, fitted to his body. Um, the costume. Mm-hmm. Um, he and was looking there. like he does. Who plays Superman with a receding hairline? Yeah, yeah. yeah he could have no done shit. It. Receding hairline, and they still are going to give that to, to Nicholas Cage. It doesn't affect with me. I'm just saying it's not. It's not what you. Dude wears a wig see. in every movie anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but can you imagine Superman going off like he does? <laughs> I mean, just, just whooping the shit out of Lex Luthor. Yeah. But, but another thing about Cage is, I mean, we talk about we're talking about crazy Cage tonight, like the, the mid '90s. But like Cage has some serious fucking great roles yeah. too, like uh, well, you know, leaving Las Vegas. Phenomenal. Adaptation. Adaptation is one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite performances in a movie I, ever. See, I've never seen so that. I'm gonna try to watch so that tomorrow. It's been a while. Um, I'm in that cage mood, dude. So yeah, he he can he can like crush it as an actor, and then he can do you know performances like this that are just kind of mm. like he's making real fucking weird choices. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, not sure what you're doing. I'm kind of digging it, yeah. but that was fucking weird. Dude. Yeah. Sometimes you feel like he didn't know when he did that take. He wasn't sure how it was gonna yeah. come out. Like he he's was, just like, he, I'm just gonna go with this on the fly. And we're yep. gonna see if it sticks. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, 90s, man. He was whining and dining, kicking ass, and fucking the IRS, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> Have you guys oh. seen that David Lynch movie, Wild at Heart? No, I've never watched that. Oh, man, he goes fucking crazy. I liked it. That's, that's, no, it's not a good movie at all. Oh, Don't yeah, pretend I, like it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to pretend a little. <laughs> you know, like, I want, I'm really rooting for him to get that second chance. I you know, that so. cre- he deserves it, man. That he career really resurrection, man. He, I, I would like I mean, to see him. He almost had it with The Wrestler, but Mickey worked at that. Right I know, now. yeah, so, right? And I'm really surprised that he has worked with like Darren Aronofsky or Christopher Nolan you know because like we've said you know he can do drama he can do rom-coms he, he's a he's a great actor he doesn't get um, the love that he deserves I mean he's very talented to be able to do all of that he's been in every genre you know mm-hmm. he's like he's a Hollywood man yeah H.I. H. I. McDonough, one of my favorite characters of all time. Raising yeah, Arizona. Raising Arizona. Oh, God, mm-hmm. great, yeah. Yeah, Raising Arizona. played that low-key. There was no, I definitely there was no that crazy one. Nick Cage in that one. You know? Yeah, it and there's low-key very... low Cage in The Rock, which yeah. is still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you had a few kind of flip-out mm-hmm. moments. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, which was great, though, because you weren't expecting them. No, well, you weren't, yeah. If you're a Cage fan, you are. But um, I like how, it, like, you know, The Rock, which he I'm sure we'll snap. talk about He's that. like, oh, and then, then he calms down again. He calms down, yeah. That's okay. But, you know, I was thinking about it yesterday, and actually, I've been saying this for years um, within DC Universe I would love since he never got to play Superman I would love to see him play the mirror image evil Superman Bizarro <laughs> oh that'd be great I think that would be fucking as long as you get new writers <laughs> yeah obviously that, somebody make that right now That's I awesome. think so what do you think Kyle I, I say slap him in at Tarantino that, that would make the most sense yeah dude put him in that new Charles Manson Why thing that he that wants happened? to go doing yeah that would be great yeah. makes no fucking sense to me but um, the reason we're doing this cage um, cage fight is last night 
a crazy ass cage movie release titled Mom and Dad. So yes. here's the official synopsis. A teenage girl and her little brother try to survive a wild 24 hours during which a mass hysteria of unknown origins causes parents to turn violently on their own children. Did you guys have a chance to watch Mom and Dad? Yes. I not, I Am I the only one that did? I can, you haven't. You haven't? I haven't seen it. Okay. I'm kind of happy about that. Damn. So, <laughs> so uh, Cousin Wayne, um, no spoilers. I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it during editing while I'm editing this episode. So um, just general impressions. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. I actually did. And uh, maybe it was. I was just being hopeful. But it was almost like the resurrection of the crazy Nicolas Cage. He did. So he does go crazy. Yes, he does. So it's just not that that, that scene in the trailer where he's oh, uh, beating table. the fuck out of the pool table, no, singing hokey pokey. Well, I mean, he he gets well, like I said, not to give it away, but uh, infected or so to speak. And it, there, there's there's some crazy moments in there. Okay, and it was so much fun to see that again. It didn't exactly evolve around just him only. Uh huh. But I, I would want. I was watching that. I'm like, oh my god! It did. It just it sparked hope in me. That when he gets this tax thing done, he can still... He, he, he proved it to me and mom and dad that he's still that crazy cage. Uh -huh. And if he's given that chance, he can fucking do it. Okay. So that's Where does it fall on our spectrum for movies tonight? Is it is it crazier than Caster Troy? Or is it in between Cameron Poe, Caster uh, Troy? A little, little, a little crazier than Cameron Poe, not quite as crazy as Caster Troy. Okay. That's awesome, man. It's, it's a happy um, medium. <laughs> I gotta say, my first thought when I saw that trailer was like, that's such a cool world to kind of set him loose in. Oh, and, it is. It's like this happy little suburbia. Yeah. And even the intro, you know you're in for a treat. It's like a late 60s, early 70s grindhouse. Wow, intro with the music yeah, and the, yeah. the lights and shit. I was like, God damn, am I watching the right movie? That's and awesome. then it would freeze Nicolas Cage and then like this 70s VHS look. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm here. And, and, and it's not yeah, one of those things is it. where they pay <coughs> Nicolas Cage his couple dollars and he shows up for those big scenes but then he's not in the movie. Do you get a strong dose of you, Nicolas yeah, Cage? Yeah, you get it? your Nicolas Cage. That's good. That's <clears> good. It doesn't just evolve around him. That's I mean, it's something not I was like, worried about. Yeah, it's not like a solo, like, oh, all over Nicolas Cage, but they don't yeah. just at, show him and leave him either. Like, I didn't watch Killing Gunther. It was a new Schwarzenegger film, but did. Um, did you watch it? Yeah. Um, I heard yeah. that Schwarzenegger's hardly even in it. Yeah, he's barely in it. Which sucks. I mean, he's that's fucking Gunther, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's you know based around killing Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he's like really not in it at all. That sucks. Because he's, yeah, I think, he, yeah, I think Schwarzenegger has great comedic timing. He does. He's great with the scenes that he's in. He's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, and you wanted more. Well, of speaking him, of probably, Schwarzenegger, right? yeah. I got a fun fact about him later on. Yeah, me too. You suck his dick. Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> like I a fucking that shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Spanish maid. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah that's but, a great little get up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, real quick, one more question for you about um, uh, mom and dad. I'm a big fan of cooties. Okay, so was it was it an, yeah. like an adult cooties? It, it was. I mean, like I said, it wasn't quite like cooties exactly, okay. but it, it was like a flip flop. Okay. When they when they say you know it, it really is. It's just the, the kids that don't get it. All oh, the parents do. It, you it got is. me pumped. What you what do you rate it? Uh, on the spot. Five on the stars. spot, I, I gave it either a really strong three point five or kind of a weak four. I, I'd go more towards the four. Oh, man, I'm excited. I can't wait to watch that. Um, so that's not the best thing I've seen, but I was like it, it got me that crazy cage moments. That's I nice. was really happy. Let's talk that. some other crazy cages. Let's get into these yeah, fucking yeah, cages. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, yeah, so uh, Cousin Wayne, what films are in this cage fight and how do they stack up against each other? All right, Face Off uh, came out in 1997, directed by John Woo, uh, starring John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. IMDb rating of 7.3, Rotten Tomatoes score of 92%. <clears throat> Next up, uh, Con Air, 1997. Again, these came out real close to each other. These were all back-to-back -back yeah. films, yeah. Uh, directed by Simon West, uh, stars Nicolas Cage and John Cusack. I I completely forgot he was in this. John Why Cusack. Did I say that? I, I don't know. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh yeah, fuck, he's in this. But anyway, IMDb rating six point eight. 
Rotten Tomatoes score of 55 percent. Wow, yeah, mm, kind of unfair there, but whatever. Low on both. Yeah, The Rock, 1996, directed by God help us all, Michael Bay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> starring Sean Connery, Nicolas Cage. IMDb rating 7.4, Rotten Tomatoes score of 66 percent. Wow, and he made all three of these films. Yeah. Right back the only to one back. Rotten Tomatoes seemed yeah. to like was Face Off. Yeah, <laughs> but he made IRS no money in a two <laughs> <laughs> two year span, and he made two of them in the same year. I think um, was it uh, Face Off? Con Air and Face Off. Yeah, yeah. that's fucking. I think it was three weeks yeah. later. Face Off came out. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. That's fucking nuts, man. Um, but uh, all right, gentlemen, you ready for this cage travaganza? Hell yes. yes. All right, let's do it. Uh, pull out your muscles and mullets. Cousin Wayne, uh, the best movie location in this cage fight goes to... Well, my runner-up, I want to give that first, is uh, Face Off. The prison in Face Off. What a great fucking idea. I mean, can you... There might be something like that for all we fucking Black know. sights, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Under, the, under the fucking ocean. Magnetic <laughs> boots. Yeah. And you get in there, you are fucked. <laughs> but the, the award I actually gave it to was The Rock Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. What? Just how fucking awesome is that? Yeah, you know what I mean? You, at all. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, what a scenic, iconic. They did a great job of showing me around the place. I, I, I definitely deserve the award here. Yeah, well, and all three of these movies have a prison in common, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, well, for for me, it goes to Con Air and the abandoned airfield that they land in. That was nice. That boneyard is pretty cool. That yeah. place is so fucking cool, and there's a lot nice. of cool shit that happens there. You get oh, a lot yeah. of character build up. <laughs> Uh, going from from all these play uh, players that like come onto the the plane on that mm-hmm. first stop because that's the first time we're getting all that sort of character development. We're starting to really see the the crazy side of Cyrus start to come out, and we're starting to see Cameron Poe start to do his heroic shit that he's he's really gonna get into. Get to see the Corvette dragging behind. Yeah, <laughs> then you, you get the Corvette behind the plane, and then you get that like fucking ambush when the four cars get in between and they just fucking go ham mm-hmm. on it. Oh god, that is good. That. Yeah. yeah, that's so the abandoned airfield. That was one of my runner ups. Was the uh, aircraft boneyard? Yeah. That's- that was actually my runner-up as well. You know, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll second everything you said, but I, I did. I went with Alcatraz as well. I yes, can't deny it. I don't see an <laughs> argument at all. I thought some things that really like pushed me over the edge was um, some of the things they added that probably weren't uh, like factual. You know, yeah, like they're on they're on a mine card on the, almost <laughs> video game yeah. elements, right? Yeah. And, and that kind of made me think uh, of the video game thing. It is the coolest setting for like a video game shooter would be mm-hmm. like Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. Just, the way they entered, so, and I liked how uh, they mixed the fiction folklore with like you know with a real life setting. So yeah, it, that did it for me. That definitely took it right, right on. Uh, best location. I'm going Alcatraz, or should I say, The Rock? <laughs> the Rock and The Rock. <laughs> I was uh, I was thinking about it today though. The Rock might be my favorite movie location in an action movie next to the House of Blue Leaves. Uh, Kill Bill. Well, More than Nakatomi Plaza. You're well, no, no. Nakatomi so Plaza, so yeah. check this out. I really started thinking about it. I'm a huge Die Hard fan. Die Hard's mm-hmm. in Pantheon. Um, it's my fucking Christmas movie. I like Nakatoma Plaza, but it's just a generic skyscraper, just like Raid Redemption. Um, you look at uh, some of the other action movies, and they're uh, nothing special in terms of location. Look at you know, Rambo, Terminator 2, Mad Max, Commando, Hard Rain. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Oh, oh, hard rain. <laughs> no, my the wheels are spinning there. Yeah, like, I was like, okay, you lost me. Steel mill. Hang on. <laughs> but the Rock Man is a great location for action. I mean, they turn Alcatraz into a high tech command center, launching mm-hmm. VX gas missiles into San Francisco population. Um, 
underground maze of tunnels. You get the. Uh, it was like a Temple of Doom moment, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah that's, that's I actually have that in my notes. Um, I put shower room shootout and the Indiana Jones style cart. Chase. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, you get prison cells. Um, I know they, they were in it, that, and I was going dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dun, um, dun, dun. But they made it work, you know. Yeah, it did. It yeah. did. It, and then Alcatraz feels more like a character, kind of like Monroeville Mall in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Because that's probably my favorite location of all time in a movie, and uh, but it's mostly filmed on location. It's mostly filmed. On the rock. I don't I know. know about the underground tunnels. <laughs> I think that's no. probably nah, somewhere yeah. else. It's not real. <laughs> but I buy. How like, would that have been to, to, to have been in a movie where you actually got to stay on Alcatraz? Yeah, film? I mean, that would have just yeah. been a highlight of my career. I yeah, mean, and it makes for a good siege movie setup. Oh the, fuck yeah! The it does. seals have to you know uh, storm the castle undetected. You know, it, it, it's mm-hmm. just a lot of fun. Um, yeah, my idol's going to Alcatraz. And real quick, some runner-ups. You already said the aircraft boneyard. I'm going there as well for runner-up. Um, the Jailbird in general location was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. All the interior shots, I think, were you know um, in studio. Uh, but then uh, the no, they were flying a real plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was a real plane. All the, yeah, all the interior shots though were um, you know in studio. But and then the uh, you got to give some love to the Sands Hotel and conce- uh, Casino in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That was a real fucking yeah. casino. Mm-hmm. They destroyed the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was about to be demolished. Yeah, so they, they went, did them a favor, you know. <laughs> they ran a plane right through it, man. So you so got to appreciate cost them that. Much either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that takes us to best cage. Now we usually have best character. We still kept that, um, but this is Nicholas Cage, right? Three way. This is a cage oh, yeah. fight. So I wanted to have the opportunity to give some love to Nicholas Cage. So what's your best cage? Uh, the runner up was Stanley Goodspeed. I, I loved how he was able to play the, the calm Nicholas Cage, and then. Before you knew it, he was just thought, oh my god, flipping out. Yeah. And I loved his character. Just Morally so composed, chemical yeah. freak, man. Just really like cool. said, chemical freak put in a high, high death scenario. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't shoot the guns. He's not that FBI agent. Like I said, he is the chemical freak. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't deal with terrorists on a yeah. level basis. So a lot of fun. But uh, this surprised me a lot, but I, I, I just couldn't deny it. Uh, the Cameron Poe from Con Air. The most cool, calm, and collected Nicolas Cage of all three of these movies. And I just think he pulled it out. He was just so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing that, you know, you knew something all these other prisoners didn't know. They thought, you know, he was some kind of hardcore killer or whatever that been in for a while. But he was on his way home to go see his daughter, stayed there. And just how he played that off throughout the whole movie until they kind of figured it out towards the end there was just amazing. I loved watching him in that. that and that in the look, just the kind of the, you know, kind of redneck, the, the longer hair thing uh-huh. going on, you know, just the whole thing about that he's definitely my favorite cage really okay cool mm-hmm. all right so I, I took this category and i want to say you know what are we doing in this marathon we're looking at crazy cage we're looking at like this act these action movies right so i'm, th- I'm throwing the rock out because stanley goodspeed's like not this action guy that i'm thinking about it's not not a really yeah. crazy character and so i'm looking at caster troy and cameron poe and i'm like huh you know what? Caster Troy might be a little too over the top. <laughs> so that's why I'm going I'm going with Cameron Poe. Because you're actually getting a really nice. good character art coming out of, of Cameron mm-hmm. Poe. Uh, you're getting, you know, this super heroic type of dude, but he's he's a little he's a little off kilter too. <laughs> like, he's doing some weird shit in this movie, and he's making some weird choices. But like, he feels like an action star in this movie more than he does in the other three. Like, because he's you know he's using guns and and uh, face off, and in this one he's just like fist fighting people, and he's using his smarts when he has to. But like, he round kicks a motherfucker. Like, yeah, Fuck, yeah, he, he does. Yeah. He <laughs> round kicks somebody, does. dude. That Nicholas Cage doesn't round kick people. It's kind of <laughs> he's, he's, he's in jeans like Chuck Norris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right where you going man so yeah i can i can buy both your arguments for sure the the one thing stopping me from uh from picking cameron poe i think was that he was working with the the southern accent the southern <laughs> draw 
And I, I thought it was, uh, I thought, I don't know, maybe not that he struggled with it, but it seems like it's, it's a little bit of an impediment that he's got to deal with. It comes with. and goes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it does. yeah. And, and, and I, so a lot of from California now, oh. <laughs> a lot of what he does is just let something fly. So I think when he's got that extra layer on his mind, it, it maybe holds some of that back. So I, I did, I went ahead and went with Castro Troy, even though I had like right on for a good speed too, but you know, it's, it's full throttle cage. It's everything. Like if you were going to show one person, a person, one kind of cage freak out movie, I think that might be my pick. So, yeah, I went with Caster. Kind of a guilty pleasure, man. Yeah, oh, right, right on. Right it's on. fun to watch on screen. Yeah, 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 yeah he, he is. I will echo that. Caster Troy might be too much, Kyle. God damn. That's one of the heights of cra- Crazy Cage. I love fucking... Okay, I like Nichol- Nichols Cage. I love when he goes batshit crazy fucking nuts. Yeah. I love nutty uh, Nicholas Cage, and I think he's at his cagiest um, in face-off. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is too. at his cagiest. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Nutty's a great word because he comes off, they're trying to have him come off as cool, but it's a it's a really specific brand of cool that I don't think anybody else would no. be able to do. Well, nobody can pull <laughs> fucking creepy too yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, Pete's talk oh, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. he has yeah, this yeah, wild yeah. intensity yeah, yeah. about him um, but well, you get- did did like you guys? A, sorry, I was just wondering if you guys read into any of like the sort of uh, the interplay where the obviously uh, Castor and his brother Pollux are named after carrot figures yeah, in like Greek mythology. Yeah. yeah. So and the peaches was one of the like little bits of symbolism that I caught. They were kind of symbolized by a peach tree cool. back in the day. There was others, yeah. you know what I mean? Small things, but I, the overall character arc didn't match up too well. So I'm not sure what they were doing with that. I, so I think I they put, were just. Pointing and shooting. Right, right. <laughs> I think whoever was writing was probably reading some Greek mythology books I at the time. Was like, hey, these are great idea for names. Yeah, so, yeah there you go. Yeah. Like you said, Nicholas Cage was born for memes. You know, and you get so <laughs> many. You get you get scenes where he's all bug eyed, impersonating a priest, groping chicks' ass, and it looks like he's coming in his pants every time he does. I know he's groping this choir girl's yes. ass. You get Cage singing, "Ready for the big ride, baby." <laughs> Dude, it's so fuck. He's so fun to watch. He's energetic. He's wild. Um, even when he's like. I'm Castor Troy. I fucking eat that up. Um, yeah, I'm going uh, best cage Castor Troy for sure. Let's go. Let's go. I'm bored. I'm bored. Let's go. Let's go. I'm yeah. bored. <laughs> uh, best character now. Uh, t- there was no runner up for me on this one. Uh, the Rock, James Mason, played by Sean Connery. Was it and John also- Mason. John Mason. John, John, John Mason. Mason. I did, didn't I? Shit. What was that one John. that you fucked up? It was so funny, dude. Randy Johnson. Randy. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Randy the Ram Ramzinski. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. But uh, mate, seriously, he. I just. And no, if you know the little uh, subtext, there's a theory out that uh, Sean Connery plays an older James Bond in this, mm-hmm. and then that that is actually James Bond years later. Because there's a line. Whereas Stanley Goodspeed looks at him and he's like, well, I'm Stanley Goodspeed. Sean Connery goes, of course you are. Of course you are. Yeah, and yeah. which was a, used, a line he used to on, uh, I can't remember her name, uh, Penny something or other, but it was in the movie Diamonds Are Forever. Then uh-huh. plus with him being an interna- you know, international British spy, having all this American intelligence and stuff, it just, it really fit. That, and his character was so badass. Yeah. And this movie, you know, after all these years, this guy's been sitting in fucking underground cell or, you yeah. know. And he's still fucking awesome. He can remember all the stuff of how he got out of there. Like when they first get there. Oh, yeah. And he's just like sitting there watching like, well, what the fuck are we going to do now? He's like, well, I have to time it. Let's just hope that hasn't changed. Yeah, and they're yeah. all like, oh, yeah, whatever. And he does. He just rolls Testing all the way the through. flames. Yeah. It's almost like he looks at the Navy SEAL guys and mm. says, hang on, pussies. I got this. <laughs> yeah, you know? So good. I, I fucking loved him in that. Did you like his haircut? 
Yes, I did. I, I was happy with his haircut. But did you like your haircut? That's, That's all, all I, I can carry about. <laughs> it's some kind of grunge thing. Where are you going, best character? I'm actually going with a tie, but it's not going to make much difference because it's from the same movie. It's it's from Con Air. Okay. It's Cyrus the Virus Grissom and Garland Green. I love both of these fucking characters for the exact opposite reasons. Because like one, you kind of when you first see Cyrus, you're kind of like, okay, he's locked up, but like I'm I'm not seeing why he's like this crazy bad guy, and he like slowly unveils that crazy as yeah. the movie goes along and he's really he, like this is a plan he's had to have worked on forever because like he's got everything fucking mapped out from beginning to oh, end oh yeah did you see those papers oh, real look God. at those papers yeah. they had found in his room that was some detailed so shit so fucking perfect so you know he's like really smart but he's crazy as shit too and then Garland Green is just a really fucking fun character because like from the minute he sits down you're like all right, this this fucker, I don't want to get near. He looks like Steve Buscemi, but like he yeah. would fuck me up in a second, and I would never get near him. Like he's just saying the most like incredible. I wore a girl's hat for three states. He has the, the greatest lines where he's just like you know, define irony is you know being on a plane, yeah, <laughs> dancing drunk Skinner. into a band that died in an airplane crash, or, you know. And he has that like really intense moment where he's having that tea party with that little girl yeah, in the band. Are you sick? He's like. like yeah, 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 yeah. They don't, they don't have medicine for what I have. Like, he's so good. And then he gets his little end piece where he's just gambling. <laughs> like, gets to fucking drive off and does murder he feel more like people. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a tie. I love both of those. Characters. Right on. Yeah, yeah I'd say, I'd say that's solid. I'd have to agree though. I'm, I'm going with John Patrick Mason, Sir John Patrick Mason. No, yeah, sorry. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, no, Sean Connery. He did a great job. That character is likable. I could totally see him as an aged Bond. Um. And I think he's likable because he's not he's not quite superhuman, he's just like endlessly clever. He's fucking bond. And yeah, and he's got <laughs> he's got that classic sort of British wit and, and pluck about him, uh persistence. He's been locked down in a hole for three decades and he's still, you know, uh witty and charming yeah and, and, and so yeah he's great hasn't and, lost his sex appeal <laughs> absolutely and i'd love to see like where he went after the fact you know after the after the credits rolled like what where, where's oh, his yeah. next move you know what i'm saying so it's funny like at the end of the rock he gives uh stanley goodspeed that note you know and then right before he can even finish reading it he's fucking clear across the aisle <laughs> <laughs> he's like fuck this <laughs> he the mic before you change your fucking mind man <laughs> He just turns around and he's on the other side of the island. He's probably swimming to England to go kick their asses. You for thirty three fucking years. I'm Dude. James fucking Bond. He's gonna go right, fuck. Right. He's gonna go he's, fuck Her Majesty's Secret Pussy. Right. <laughs> but and let me show I, you why they call me 007. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a, what was that? Just use your imagination, Kyle. No. <laughs> Try it. You'll like it. <laughs> so there was no match for me. I think he was the best character, but there were other ones in there, and I think the uh, that Conair. It was just like a murderer's row, like literally. Of yeah, literally murderers. And there's like good honorable mentions in there. Dave Chappelle as Pinball. Oh, oh I was dude, he stole the like a solid twenty minutes of the movie. For he me. improvised and, all this shit. Too. Yeah, yeah, and mm -hmm. just every line that he said was fucking hilarious. And um, some of the other ones that I loved were uh, Ving Rhames as Diamond Dog, like the yeah, black militant, yeah. and just even his backstory. The some of the things that he had written. It's just talking about you know taking down the white devil's uh, martial ways, and he breaks out of the cell and he's running down Allahu Akbar and he's getting ready to, uh, to off the cops and he's like singing sweet low sweet or swing low sweet chariot just he has this his own whole arc that you could get into you know what yeah, I mean yeah. and so I like that I'm so surprised they never made sequels to Con Air oh I would I'd watch a Diamond Dog pre yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah I would yeah so uh, yeah, but I'd bring range but I'd do least. it right on uh, best character uh, I'm going with you guys 
I'm going with John Mason uh, in The Rock. Um, he was trained by British intelligence. Um, there are several theories that you guys already brought up that Connery's character is, in fact, an older James Bond. Uh, but the, some of the theories I've read, really interesting, man. The first theory was uh, that there's zero record of Mason anywhere, right? So uh, the idea is that John pa Patrick Mason doesn't exist because his real name James Bond. is James Bond. So that's the first theory. But the second theory is that uh, John Mason has been forever expunged, right? Uh, be uh, so there's no international records because he assumed the, the code name James Bond. So John Mason's uh, real name is James, James Bond. Bond. So uh, I just think that's awesome, man. And then uh, Mason has been locked up for 33 years, which was the peak of Sean Connery's career. You go back, you know, like 30 years ago, it's around, you know, Goldfinger time. So I would love to watch Goldfinger oh, yeah. and pop in the rock. Um, but then, uh, we, like, as you said, when Stanley introduces himself, Mason says, but of course you are, you know, which was <laughs> a line from Diamonds Are Forever. And then uh, Connery himself has joked, you know, on numerous occasions, occasions um, that the reason that he wanted to do the rock mm -hmm was because he was able to play James Bond one, one last time. time yeah. You know, so it's mm. John Mason is fucking James Bond. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I gotta go with that. that. <laughs> I love thinking about, too, that his last mission, his last mission was to go to the United States for some fucked up reason, and the FBI put him in fucking Alcatraz mm -hmm. for the last 33 years. That's a cool story, dude. Yeah, That's a is. fucking That's cool fucking story. That's fucking awesome. Um, and then runner-up, man, Castro Troy. I just think that guy's wicked cool. He, he would make a cool James Bond villain. Oh, He's yeah. He's so cartoony, man. This is the way his guns match his His gold bench, guns, his gold He's pistols. He's got the gum and a couple of joints. And... Yeah, would he be a cool James Bond villain? I think I mean, so. I, yeah, I think it's awesome. And then uh, General Frank... I think is awesome. He's just a good man. It's yeah. uh, backed into a corner by politics, and I think there's an interesting character there. But um, yeah, I'm going with John Mason. So uh, best screen duo, guys. Uh, runner up, uh, face off, Sean and Caster. Mm. Watching those two, I mean, just mm. the, the the hate they have for each mm. other. And let's face it, uh, by the time this is said and done, they know each other. I mean, Caster was fucking his wife for Christ's sake. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's spending time with his kid. Yeah. And so, so I mean, they they know each other. And to watch them have to switch roles when they get their faces switched and everything. Yeah. Fucking amazing watching these two. And the fight scenes, holy shit. Mm, it's yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. They're always tense. Like I said, they know each other's moves. They're always watching each other. Just because, you know, six years of just obsession yeah. with each other yeah. has led to this. And to be this close and this kind of a film and story is just fucking amazing to watch. Yeah. Why didn't they ever work but, together again? That's crazy. John Holt and Nicholas Cage great. is a great pairing. That hate carried over. They hated <laughs> yeah. each other for real. I bet you they hated each other, man. <laughs> Maybe they really fucked each other's wives. They never switched faces back. But uh, the, 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 the award I got to give it to was uh, Stanley and John and The Rock. Uh, just so you've got two almost complete opposite characters stuck together in a horrible situation. You got a guy that uh, he knows The Rock inside and out. Uh, he's you know knows how to fight. He knows weaponry. And then you've got this, you know, chemical freak yeah. <laughs> who doesn't know shit. Who like they said he hadn't shot a gun since basic training. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and they've got, you know, to get this. And uh -huh. it's and if one of them dies, let's face it, the other one's fucked. Even if Stanley, you know, Goodspeed died, right? He's gonna get there and yeah. be like, oh fuck, what do I do? You know what yeah. I mean? Oh fuck, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> going back to England. <laughs> but, um, and then the same thing. I mean, like, if you know, Sean Connery died, Nicholas Cage is gonna be. <sighs> you know yeah. he's gonna be fucked. I mean, just a great screen to watch. Great, from yeah, buddy, start duo. from the minute he walks into the room 
when he first meets him. Oh yeah, that's a great scene. It's too. just boom from yeah. there on out, nothing but greatness. I think because you, there's there's friction there, they're contentious, but at the same time, you can tell they sort of like each other mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Exactly. So there's conflict, but at the same time, continuity. Yeah, it's a cool, it's a great cool duo. Yeah, mm-hmm. he comes in acting like an FBI agent. You know, it's, it's just doing great. his idea of what he thinks a tough guy yeah, should yeah. do and just hey, falling yeah, yeah. flat. I wonder in the truck. Yeah. You, boom, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. All right, where are you going, Kyle? Uh, I, I'm going John Mason and Stanley Goosby, but only nice. kind of by default, I think, because like Cameron Poe's a one-man show. He's got yeah. Baby O, but Baby O is pretty worthless. <laughs> um, he's, he's dying from a diet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just kind of fucking pointless. Um, so uh, yeah, John Mason and, and Stanley Goodspeed. they they have this, uh, the, you know, this this chemistry together, like uh, Connery and, and Cage on screen. That's you know. I wouldn't say amazing, but it's pretty good. They, yeah, they play yeah, off each other really well. Yeah. Like they have they have the good you know humor beats with each other uh, for the action films that you need to have. Um, just uh, it wasn't overly remarkable to me, but the others just really were absolute nothing burgers. So right. that's I, I'm just giving it to because <laughs> I don't like to give up the, the rubber chicken, but I could have I could have totally went oh, rubber chicken oh, on this one. But I, harsh, I, yeah, yeah, I, I refrained. I don't, I, don't, I, I, I don't think I'd go that far, but I am going to pick, you know, uh, Connery and, and Cage for sure. Oh, nice. um, no contest, or yeah, no contest. Uh, I basically agree, you know, the comedic beats were, were on. They helped move the plot along. They worked well together and stuff. I do think, again, like I'm not going to give a tie, but I do think honorable mention. The only reason I can't give them a tie is because it only happened for like 30 seconds. But when in Con Air, when Chappelle and uh, MC Ganey, plays a guy called uh, Swamp Thing. Yeah. Yes. When they're in the cockpit together and it's just a little bit of just sort of Archie mm-hmm. Bunker back and forth. You know, and, and I swear I would watch a movie about those two guys. Yeah. Um, Chappelle's a like totally believable, likable criminal. You'd love to see how this like kind of skinny guy got mixed up with all these cutthroats and seems to be like prospering, right? He was an mm-hmm. integral part of the escape plan. Mm-hmm. He's right there in like the the sort of upper echelons. So how does that work with this little yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. And uh, as far as I can tell, I couldn't confirm this, but um, Swamp Thing seemed to me like he was based on a real criminal. Uh, have you any guys seen Cocaine Cowboys? <laughs> no. no. No? I've heard of it. But... Okay, really good documentary. It talks about uh, uh, cocaine smugglers in the 70s. And there's this guy called Mickey Monday. He was this redneck guy from the swamp in Florida that ended up smuggling like metric tons of cocaine for the Ochoa, Ochoa cartel. And uh, when the feds came to get him, he did a real life like escape. He shot a flare gun at a barrel of jet fuel and blew oh, up. nice! He, yeah, he's he's known for all this crazy shit, you know. Being, I'm gonna look that up, man. <laughs> it's definitely worth a watch. He was actually just arrested the beginning of this year again on some. He's a crazy character, and I couldn't tell for sure if they were uh, similar on purpose, but they're definitely similar. So did a lot for me. I thought that was a cool duo too. Nice, yeah. right on. Um, I am going best screen duo face off. Um, going with. Uh, yeah, Castor Troy and uh, Sean Archer, uh, John Travolta, Nicolas Cage, man. It's like, uh, I need to start a peanut butter and jelly award, man, because I think they're <laughs> so fucking awesome. You don't get more eccentric than John Travolta and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> they learn to play off each other, um, specific gestures and um, their their vocal cadences, and uh, they spent weeks uh, trying to get that down so they can mimic each other uh, for the role. And even though they're not on screen too much together, you end up seeing John Travolta play Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage play John Travolta, and just the duality of those characters it's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really surprised they never work together again because uh, they are so good in this movie. Um, yeah, yep. so that's where I went. And then, um, just a side note, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Stallone was going to be in this movie. Yeah. Castor Troy and Sean Archer. And uh, 
I want to see that movie. This movie was written in like 1990s when they were going to start doing it. Yeah. It just kept getting pushed back and pushed back. I think that would have been awesome. So, well, um, Schwarzenegger was almost in The Rock. Taking Sean Connery's yeah, place. Yeah, wow. But uh, yeah, this action, he said, uh, this action script was just going around. Yeah, he said it just looked really uh, disorganized to him, so he turned it down. And years later, he's like, "Man, I wish I would have done it." Yeah, hmm. yeah. But all right, that takes us to best <clears throat> villain antagonist. Uh, runner up, The Rock. Uh, Ed Harris says Frank. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I loved his villain, but to me, he om- it almost in his mind, he seemed like he was doing what he had to do. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I, c- I mean, yeah, you can call him a villain because he had you know all these people trapped, you know, hostages and stuff. But he just could not do the deed yeah. so to speak you know he's, what a, I mean? he's a noble soldier with like psychotic means exactly you know, you know he saw his his men being yeah. fucked over like this and kind of had a breakout breakdown <laughs> a breakout so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a rash and <laughs> so i couldn't really give it to him so at the end of the day i, I gave it to castor troy from face off okay what an evil son of a bitch I mean, <laughs> yeah. seriously i mean you know he was wanting to uh, just bluff this one one guy but fuck it, while you're at it, let's take out a whole square fucking model. <laughs> you know, I mean, and you can tell this guy does shit like this all the fucking time. You know, I mean, this isn't just like a, this one big evil play. Yeah. I mean, this is his fucking day job. Yeah, he's partying. That's yeah. what he's up to. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, definitely best villain. So I, you know, Castor Troy is definitely like insane, but is he evil? <laughs> so that's what I was like trying to like struggle with. Is like, is he doing this because he's evil or just because he's fucking crazy? He's a and psycho. I, and I went with like, yeah, he's he's a psycho, like not necessarily <laughs> evil, but a psycho. But Cyrus the Virus Grissom is legit evil, and he's a fucking like evil genius too. And I'm going with him because he, he creates all this chemical warfare and, and stuff and kills all these people. That's why he's in prison. Um, and, and going through the, like you said, that fucking book that they find in his prison cell, like this yeah. big long plan, and he's so manipulative, and he doesn't fucking care about anybody. Like, Pinball is pretty integral in them escaping and, and getting away, <laughs> and then it's like he dies, and then he's like, I don't fucking care. Like, I, I had no ties to him. Like, I'm glad he's dead. He was oh, yeah, there's the plane that, down. Uh, like, where Nicholas Cage had him, or uh-huh. not Nicholas Cage, but uh, the uh, agent had him. Uh-huh. He, and he's like, you think I care if some two-bit neat crackhead Negro <laughs> gets <laughs> shot? And then he's hostage, like, did, yeah. did you mean that stuff? Hand me the gun. Yes. I'm yes. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's, like, he's this, like, you know, he's got an actual fucking, like, team behind him. He's got all these prisoners. Any any one of them could be the leader, but he's yeah. the leader because uh, he's got that little X factor to him. So I'm going Cyrus the Virus. I think that's, that's definitely a good pick. And, like, something about, he almost has the Hannibal Lecter thing. He's very erudite and mm-hmm. articulate, and that, that almost makes it more like Vinal or you know because mm-hmm. he knows exactly what he's doing he just doesn't care he even takes pleasure from it uh the only thing that stopped me from picking him because I was very close was I thought Caster Troy was just a little bit more fun mm-hmm. and and it, like I said it's a guilty pre- pleasure I think he's like equal parts sadistic and charismatic because yeah. you'd be genuinely yeah. I would genuinely kind of want to hang out with the guy but I'd be sort of terrified the whole time and <laughs> like shoot me in the fucking head in a second now yeah, <laughs> I, I think his motivations are easy, easy to figure out you know he's a he's a fucking international terrorist for hire he does awful shit for a lot of money and, and he tries to have a good time doing it something about that to me is uh, you know yeah, like I said, a guilty pleasure, so that's my guy. Yeah, dude. I mean, you said um, sadistic and charismatic. I agree with you, dude. Uh, he's brilliant, though. He's a psychopath. I mean, he doesn't have... I can picture him being the Joker. I mean, No, just, he could. You know. He could. Um, he, there's that scene where he has no face and he's smoking the cigarette. Yeah, well, that's exactly like, what made dude, me think of that. That would be a great DC scene. You know, it would be a great Joker scene. Well, what do you uh, want? Take a guess. <laughs> but he has no remorse. Um, that's who I went fa- face off yeah. Castro Troy, but um, he kills, like, fucking 20 people in this movie, man. It, it would have been more if the bomb went off, but... But um, he kills a kid, 
All right, accident, oh, yeah. but he kills a kid. Um, he gropes a choir girl's ass. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he wants to blow up L.A. He treats all women women like hookers. Oh yeah, okay? makes them suck his tongue. Would you be great? Talking about peaches, peaches and shit. Um, <laughs> he wakes up from a coma, murders the doctors, murders everyone who knows about the identity. Um, switch and in a then, pretty gruesome way. Too, then I might fuck add. Sean's <laughs> wife. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he gets really creepy with Sean's daughter. Mm. All right, he's Caster fucking Troy. <laughs> you know, he's fucking awesome, man. I went with uh, yeah, face off Caster Troy. Um, oh yeah, and I got to do his gold pistols, man. Every villain needs some gold, oh, gold yeah. pistols like that. And he's a brilliant marksman. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shotzi fighters like. Damn. Who wakes up without a face and doesn't miss a beat? In fact, turns it into an opportunity. Like, you have to yeah. be a total, like, That's how his mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's insane. It's definitely That's, Joker uh, material. Yeah, great <laughs> stuff, man. So, um, best hero protagonist. Uh, Runner-up, I, I went with uh, Stanley Goodspeed, The Rock. Uh, saved all those people. You know, like, so there was no losers on any of these, hardly. But uh, the, I went with uh, Cameron Poe from Con Air. I mean, okay. this guy was just going home. He'd done his time. You know, he'd never seen his daughter before. Uh, hadn't seen his wife in six years or what, I can't remember how long exactly he was locked up. But because his friend was dying, he stayed on board with these hardcore criminals who were pulling some serious shit uh, just to save his friend. I would have been booking ass through the desert. <laughs> I would have too. I mean, I just, this guy had spent a little time with in prison yeah. or am I getting off this motherfucker? Uh, you know, watch a fat man run fast. Okay? <laughs> no shit, dude. <laughs> So I, I, I definitely got to give it to Cameron Poe. That's a great hero. What a true hero is. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah uh, a hero is someone when you throw them into a situation they're not ready for and they still fucking come through or they, they always do the right thing and that's certainly Cameron Poe. Oh, yeah, every uh, Cameron, time. Cameron Poe, I mean, they give him an opportunity to, to get off the plane and go home and he stays behind because he knows he can help. He yeah, knows he was that like, no if, I, if I stay, if I stay... I can maybe help this situation now. If I go, there's no fucking hope. And so he stays. And he does the right thing at every turn. And he plays it smart, too. A hero's got to be, be smart and cunning. So mm. he plays that, like, oh, I'll be your I'll be your working hand man. You know, I, I'm just a dumb old southern boy. I don't know yeah. nothing. And, like, and just keeps playing, playing them so he can get closer and closer and work his way up the ranks until he can finally bring the situation into his own control. And uh, he does so, you know, secretively and pretty fucking yeah. badassedly, too. I hear you. Uh, the only thing that stopped me from picking Poe was he. I like. There wasn't that extra wrinkle. There wasn't that one. Maybe that weakness or that that fatal flaw that I like in a hero or an anti-hero. The bunny. The bunny <laughs> was his weakness. <laughs> Put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> and uh, and with with the with Sean Archer, it was kind of the opposite. He was kind of too flawed. He was a dick, and he was over dramatic, <laughs> and he was just never uh, not all that likable, and not really. Ne- I don't know. I couldn't pick him either. So I went with Stanley Goodspeed, and I had a good time with him. You know, he was uh, yeah. fun through the whole thing. They wrote him as, like, sort of a dorkable, and, and dude pulled it off. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> all his lines hit when they were supposed to, and, yeah, so uh, we'll go with Stanley. All right. Um, you know, like, Sean Archer, he saves thousands of people, mm-hmm. and that's a fucking hero to me. Um, he undergoes a secret face. That's who I went face off, um, Sean Archer. Mm-hmm. But he undergoes a secret face transplant. All right, becomes the one person he hates. Why? Why does he do that? Because he's stupid as fuck. <laughs> I think the only reason why he did. I think if it had been any other criminal, uh-huh. he would have said no. But because this guy killed his son, 
He didn't. Oh, well, you match him. You're the same height and same weight. It's like, one, that's fucking implausible. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, <laughs> there are a lot of other people out there that could be the same height and same yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. weight. You are but, the one man out of billions on this earth. <laughs> yeah. So what's your argument? Uh, to me, I, I think the only reason why he did the whole face switch um, thing is because Castro Troy was who he was. I think if he didn't have some sort of personal vendetta against this guy, I mean, he, he's definitely the type A personality. But he already, got, he already got Nicolas Cage, you know, in, in jail. He's already locked up. Well, yeah, and, but, he, but he, 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 it doesn't feel like finished business. Exactly. No, the no, guy no, is, he, he, as soon as he walks in there, oh my God, you let him live. No, but yeah, why did know. he do it? Why did he get the face walk? Just to piss him, even though he's not awake, no. it would piss him no, off No, that more. is not why he did that. <laughs> the only reason he did the face swap was because of the L.A. bomb. They had to try to talk him in. He did not want to fucking switch faces with the, the, oh, yeah. the guy who <laughs> killed his son, the person that he hates. He goes through a secret transplant to save the live lives of thousands of people in LA. Yeah, but he was kind of a whiny dick about it. Yeah, but he, but he did it. <laughs> like I just said, there are so many other people that could have fucking done it. They make yeah. it seem like, oh, you're the only person in the world who can do this. No! But no one else did. He did it. He they didn't could. ask anybody. <laughs> yeah, because he knows his mannerisms. He, he knows how to, to talk to Pollux. You and I couldn't do it. You know, they could they could have hired this guy named Nicholas Cage. He looks a lot like Master Troy. <laughs> same height, kind of same build. And he'll take anything. Yeah, and he, he does, does any like fucking job. He'll do this over. for a fucking dollar, man. So he, he does the transplant, saves thousands of lives. <coughs> he crucifies the bad guy, gets his face back, and adopts a little boy. It's fucking beautiful, man. That's a fucking hero. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm a fucking hero. Fucking I know, can you, I mean, what are you supposed to say? No. Like, Sorry, you little bastard. Get out of here. I think wearing the skin of the person that's that killed your somebody son. On the you, fucking I think spot. wearing the skin of the person that uh, killed your son so you can save thousands of lives in LA is pretty badass. It does make you a hero. Yes. Yes, it yeah, does. Strong argument. Um, I, I can't argue. Thank yeah, you, sir. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to see a sequel called Faceback. <laughs> with the slash in the middle, face slash back, where you find out that Adam, I think that's the little boy's name, is Adam, finds out that his dad was Castro Troy, and he uh, he has his face on his back. He has split personalities. <laughs> he has split personalities. He has split personalities, and he tries to go kill Sean Archer's entire family. Let, let, uh, I'm gonna take cues from like Child's Play. All right, get Brian De Palma to direct it. Nice. <laughs> face back. All right, screenplays in the mill. Um, and then that takes us to best kill, Cousin Wayne. Uh, this was a bitch. It really was. So at the end of the day, I had to think, which of these kills looked the coolest to me? What was the most awesome one? Uh, I went with the rock of the nerve gas kill scene. Which you was... talk about some nasty mm. fucking shit. You see this one guy basically just sort of, well, boil up and melt. Mm. And you think, you know, if this shit gets released on L.A., everybody's going to go through that. I mean, that, seeing that death scene. At the end, third act. What? The third no, the act? first one. The first one? Yeah. Okay. You know, it just really, really made me think, like, my God, you know what I mean? Like, when you're watching this movie, that scene sticks in your head. Yeah. And it's like, you know that's what's going to happen to, you know, just everyday people, children. It's a good setup. Everything. Yeah, yeah, it did. It's what really kept you worried about these bombs was seeing that. So it was well-placed, looked cool, it had to be my favorite kill. Yeah, I, I'm going with the, the exact same kill because nice. it gives it gives these you know uh, little sex toys uh, some death to them. Like, <laughs> like you're just seeing these little fucking green balls green filled with beans. hair gel, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck. But like, it gives levity to not only the rest of the the movie, but you know just that little fucking item. And seeing that dude like just like scream and start to boil up and just fucking melt away, and like the look in that guy's eyes when like that breaks, and he's like. Oh fuck! Like and I am so glad that's him not in me. There, <laughs> slams him in there, and he's like, like he, know, you know, he's like, I don't want to leave you in there, but I'm not. Yeah, happening. I'm not mm. letting happen to me. What's fucking happening to you? But he right stays now. to watch as well. Yeah, yeah. it was like the Toxic yeah. Avenger with a budget. You know, yeah. <laughs> <That one scene. laughs> 
Where'd you go? Yeah, uh, that was that's definitely a, a quality kill. But I thought in the spirit of these three movies, the one I had to pick was uh, the Cyrus kill, which I call the money shot. Mm-hmm. He's, <laughs> he's elevated on the ladder of the of the fire truck that's filled with water going down the highway. They hit the fucking bridge and he flies into the uh, yeah. into the what the power lines. The mm-hmm. truck hits. I the call fucking, it overkill. Yeah, the <laughs> I he mean, calls it the he money dies shit. like a hundred times. Yeah, they a page out of his book. The, man. the truck hits the armored car. There's fucking money everywhere, and then somehow, inexplicably, inexplicably, he just he just falls into the head crusher and gets his fucking head crushed, <laughs> and that's it. So yeah, that that's that's fucking beautiful. Be, that was yeah, a good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I went with the rock best kill and kind of almost where you guys went, but I went third act. And that's when um, uh, Goodspeed shoves that VX gas ball yeah. right down Captain Fry's throat. Yeah, um, I almost Beautiful. didn't go that way because the whole time I'm thinking, motherfucker, he's jumping all over the place with that gas ball. <laughs> he only has one. I'm like, that that, that gas ball is going to go off when he's jumping around. He's jumping off slow-mo dives everywhere. Mm. And it, five minutes later, he still has it in his pocket. <laughs> I'm like, fuck <laughs> that. But it was cool when he, he shoves it right down his fucking throat and he's just melting in the face, dude. See, that was like, awesome. I, cool. I just liked the timing of the other one uh-huh. better. You know, like I said, it kept me worried throughout yeah, yeah. the film. You know, I thought he was going to peg him like a water balloon or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would have been great. <laughs> did, did, you guys like the, uh, did you guys like the Rocket Man kill? No. You didn't care for that one? <laughs> I didn't care for that one. <laughs> What about, what about Sayonara? Say, say, Anara. The lines were great. There were so many great one-liners yeah. through this. But. Um, so that takes us to our next category, which is WTF. Um, there's no points given, no points received. Um, things that make you say, what the fuck? Um, it's what I call our intermission category. Um, it's It's fun. It's a, it's a blast, actually, Yeah. Uh, but it's pretty much meaningless. So um, go take a shit, pump some gas, take your vitamins, say your prayers, do whatever you need to do, tuck in the kids, um, but we're going to talk about what the fuck. Cousin Wayne? We'll stay and listen. I mean, <laughs> you give everybody yeah. a reason to have to leave. Well, the re- I think the reason I said that, um, Kyle, is because I think I have the most what the fucks I've ever had. Oh, so I'll go yeah. through them quick. So, um, what we're gonna <laughs> He's like, Jesus Christ. So let's go around real quick and give your runner-ups first. Give, uh, okay. give one or two. Uh, runner-up was uh, The Rock. Uh, didn't have any, it wasn't actually in the movie itself, but Arnold Schwake, Arnold Schwarzenegger, was almost James Bond. British <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, intelligence. That would have been just. I I, I love Arnold. I, I really do, <laughs> but I just cannot picture him in this role at all. Because there's no such thing as Austrian intelligence. Is there? <laughs> no, I don't believe so. Yeah, they're called the SS. SS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, I just, I just, I, I tried because I read about it before I watched it, and I'm like. There's no fucking way I'd buy that. You know, I mean, just... Are you happy with your haircut? Yes. I mean, yes. I just... I just, oh, I just can't do it. Welcome to the rock. <laughs> you have to roll. <laughs> how many runner-ups do you have? Huh? How many runner-ups do you have? Oh, that was my only runner-up. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I just, I just got two quick. What, like, just uh, the rock, them actually breaking in, and all the stupid shit they're going through. You're just like... No, this shit is not in fucking Alcatraz. They're not like it's not like giant fucking metal spikes and like <laughs> fucking danger pits and like, shit I with tigers. Love it. Like, like it's not Tomb Raider. That's in this so fire fucking maze, stupid. Yeah. Fucking love it. I love it. It's stupid yeah, as fuck. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, just the idea that Stallone and Schwarzenegger were originally for Face Off. Like that's just such a <laughs> oh, like they're not even close to the same size. Like yeah. how does that even fucking work? Well, neither is John Travolta. Nick they're not, Cage. but they at least shoot it's to at least a little. I would believe they at least have a similar. Like width to them and stuff, like they were different in height, but like 
Fucking Schwarzenegger's like three feet longer and taller and whiter than <laughs> but, fucking Schwarzenegger. But you know what? Give me a spoon because I'll eat that shit up. Of course you would. <laughs> I would, love, but it what, would be Prisoners or whatever the fuck no, that would be sucked, yeah. but I would take face off with Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Where you go? You have any runner? Is that, uh, you have any more? No more runners okay. up. I, I had a few, but they kind of felt like just little sort of like nitpicky things. Uh-huh. I, I sort of settled on one just like story element that okay. I felt like was kind of big. Is this your main one? Just runner up. Yeah, it's kind of the main one, but I mean, it's not anything okay. groundbreaking. I, we can probably go over it. But in The Rock, uh, there's this little bit where FBI director Womack, uh, he kind of reveals the existence of aliens to this like mid-level <laughs> FBI agent yeah. and gets no fucking reaction uh, from <laughs> Forsyth. The guy's played uh-huh. by William Forsyth yeah. and the dude's just like, yeah, no, totally. And he's just some I watch the History Channel. I know yeah, this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the weirdest goddamn thing and then they move on and it's never mentioned again. But yeah, so It's like, aliens. wait, wait, you just told me that aliens fucking exist, yep. motherfucker. Fuck yeah. Alcatraz. Let's continue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, that was my what the fuck. Okay. That is a good one. So that's the main what the from you. Yeah, okay. I, my, no, that's a good one. My one where I actually said what the fuck out loud when watching Con Air was uh, that he decides to start every fight by just getting his fucking ass kicked. For like the <laughs> <laughs> it gets him going. It gets him yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then he comes me a few back. times yeah. I'm ready to kick your ass. Yeah, and then he comes back at the end so oh that was good. So. <laughs> Alright. Uh, <laughs> where do I start? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to blow through him real quick. Uh, runner, up, Con Air. runner up, Con Air. Runner up, Con Air. Cage's accent. I mean, what the fuck <laughs> is going on there? So the only great. other accent that was worse than that was, uh, I think it was called Vampire's Kiss. Uh, I've never uh-huh. seen it. I want oh, to. it is so fucking horrible. Oh my gosh. That's the, awesome. The, the fangs and shit. Uh-huh. It's just bad. You, you need to watch it just so you can say what the fuck from the time it starts to yeah, This is Crazy Cage. That's batshit fucking crazy. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay, so uh, Con Air, uh, runner up, the song How Do I Live was nominated for Best Song by the Academy Awards. For two different artists. Also nominated the same year for Worst Song at the Razzies. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Um, Runner up, Con Air. Why do I kind of like that song? <laughs> it's a great song. Which do you prefer, Trisha Yearwood or Leanne Rye? There are two types of people in this world. In Con Air, everyone is a victim of their own stupidity. Um, you have uh, Runner up, Con Air. Okay, the interior jailbird door is in swing. So, yeah. so when Cyrus is just giving his villainous plan, all the all the pilot has to do is just turn around and shut the fucking door and lock it. <laughs> <laughs> movie, movie fucking over. Um, Con Air, runner up. <coughs> the hijack situation, right, has never been contemplated um, and there's no contingency plan <laughs> at right, all. Because right. there's no way these prisoners would ever fucking for do this. the exact <laughs> thing you should be planning for. There's no... Yes. The craziest motherfuckers <laughs> on the planet. John Cusack has it figured out, but nobody will fucking let him do his fucking plans. Uh, Con Air, runner-up. Why would Cyrus tell Cameron po- uh, Cameron Poe the plan? There's already an undercover agent on the fucking plane, right? And he's never met him. He's right. never met him. Yeah. One guy said he goes, I never even saw you before. <laughs> He's like, here's where we're going to land. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Sure, ever? let's do this. Hey, you heard the man land. <laughs> um, and you brought this up kind of earlier, Kyle, but uh, runner-up, uh, Steve Buscemi's character says he wore a victim's head on a hat and drove around town with it for like, I don't know, miles or days. Three states. Three states. I can't get that shit on my head. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, runner-up, Con Air, Dave Chappelle's character oh, gets... <laughs> Dave Chappelle, uh, his character gets thrown out of the plane with information on his shirt. Um, did you see the what the weight of his body did to that fucking car? Yeah, there's no, no way. one's gonna read that fucking shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be covered in fucking blood and shit. Um, <laughs> okay, switching gears, face off. Um, you guys remember uh, Dubov, right? Oh, yeah. In prison? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so Dubov is attacked by guards at the prison, and he dodges behind a box marked "engine." You know what "engine" is? 
Jurassic the comp- Park. It's the company that cloned mm. di- cloned dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. So I'm just thinking that this is the same fucking universe as Jurassic Park, and it kind of makes sense because they're both slight sci-fi, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, this is supposed to be a future sci-fi movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I love thinking that Face Off and Jurassic Park <clears throat> are the same fucking. They universe. just do security for dinosaurs as well as prisoners. <laughs> like, I know, dude. It's fucking awesome. Um, and then Face Off early drafts of the script. Archer went to Caster's mother's place to hide out. All right, you know who they wanted to play. Uh, play Caster Troy's mother Jack Nicholson in drag no. <laughs> are you serious <laughs> that was in the fucking screenplay can you imagine That's Sean beautiful, him hiding man. out with Jack Nicholson in drag <laughs> that would have been awesome. so fucking awesome whoever said no to that should I be mean, in jail like, I mean Face Off would have every award if that yeah, happened yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like even in 2018 they'd still give the award yeah, yeah. I was yeah. 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 it's still Face Off guys Face Off wiping people's faces is a loving gesture I mean that's what fucking retarded cavemen do. They probably like wiped your face if they wanted to fuck back in the day. You know? <laughs> I don't get that. It was really fucking weird. And then uh, just the science of Face Off. Two different blood types, but the transplant was completely successful. Mm-hmm. It's just really weird. And do I know what kind of movies these are, but these are just they're really funny. So, um, oh yeah. And then Sean Archer says this is another runner up for Face Off. Sean Archer says if the doctors can do half of what they say, this plan just might work. And I'm thinking if they do half, they do half of what they say. You're gonna walk in like the toxic fucking Avenger talking That's to Paul. I'm your brother. <laughs> so fuck you. When did we turn to the Elephant Man? <laughs> oh man. And then the uh, another run up for Face Off. The long swim. From Sean Archer. He's in the middle of the fucking ocean. Helicopters chasing him. Fucking sharks. And he makes it all the way back to fucking L.A. With, with like, he doesn't steal a car and everything. Dude. Yeah, he shows up in full clothes in a car. Like, not really a dress, but, you know. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, and then, remember The Rock? General Frank tells those little girls, like, just make up some shit and get back on the boat, okay? I'm thinking, like, those girls, if they go tell the, the teachers that that shit happened or that, that uh, you know, even this guy said something to him like that, you know, it's, Phil Tripp's not over. It's just going to get fucking worse. Those girls aren't going back. Do you remember that scene? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's fucking weird. And then um, runner-up, um, The Rock, everything in San Francisco explodes when a car hits it. <laughs> everything. And then uh, one more, guys. Uh, runner-up, The Rock. Um, at the end of the movie, Mason, I already brought this up earlier, is on the other side of the island before he can even read those fu- that fucking note. He turns around. He was hauling like, Yeah, he's man. fucking out of there so those were my runner ups alright um, I have a really good one I think for my top Wayne what's your top uh, this isn't a bad thing but it's still kind of a what the fuck was the whole uh, James Bond theory in The Rock uh-huh. I, I just thought that was fucking brilliant uh, so cool. and, and I never honestly if I hadn't read my AMDB shit I'd have never put it together yeah, I just fucking love the connection. You almost get that sense watching it that it's that type of character, right? That mm-hmm. it's that archetype, you know? But uh, to like actually connect the dots and have the fan theories, it's cool. It adds a little yeah. element. And when me. I rewatched Rock, I did. I was like, oh my god, like, yeah, James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just I yeah. fucking loved it. All right, uh, what did Nicolas Cage and Rick Astley have in common? <laughs> well, Simon West, who directed Con Air. His only big work before doing Con Air was the music video for Never Gonna Give You Up. Are you serious? <laughs> he did a couple of TV commercials, that music video, and then went to Con Air. Dude, that's like, that's like uh, 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 oh shit, can't think of his name now, Lord of the Rings, that's Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Yeah. Like, like, how do you go from like the most like trolley music video ever to like uh, just a 
big budget, crazy yeah. fucking action flick. It like, might explain some of the choices he made. It's such a jump. <laughs> it's such a jump. What do uh, we do? Blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> good for Simon West. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. Man. And so you already gave your number one, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think so. So my number one is Cameron Poe for Con Air. All right. He's, Just in general? He's honorably, he's like, yeah, no shit. He's honorably discharged from the U.S. Army Rangers, right? He seems like a great fucking guy. It seems like his shit's together. Uh, some rednecks jump him and his pregnant wife, right? They try to stab him. They try to fucking kill him. He kills one in self-defense and gets seven to ten fucking years in San Quentin State. Because he's a deadly weapon. Yeah. Talk, about throwing the, talk, about throwing, talk about throwing the fucking book at him. I know, right? With the worst public defense ever who like what you do yeah. not have money yeah, yeah, no, no, like, oh man sorry dude i fucked up i'll see you in seven to ten yeah. <laughs> Brooke like Turner a... got three months for raping a girl <laughs> no shit he's so composed yeah. in this movie he comes back you know he's he's yeah it just seems like a nice army man and they just nail his ass to the oh, wall they, he gets fucked before he even gets to prison also <laughs> just just the redneck guys in the bar who sees a chest full of medals and like oh that's the one i'm gonna fuck I'm with, gonna fuck with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that guy could kill us all. Let's fuck let's, him up. Let's find out. <laughs> when did they even get kicked out of the bar? Right, right. You know, when they start approaching him mm-hmm. like that, I'm going to fuck your wife. Oh, yeah, you can, you know, whatever, you know, <laughs> fucking kick them out of the fucking bar. No shit. Yeah, that was weird. It was so fucking weird to me. But um, whatever. <laughs> so that takes, us, that takes us to best score or soundtrack. Uh, I almost gave the rubber chicken to this one, mm-hmm. but I did give it to The Rock simply because it is the only soundtrack I really noticed. Yeah, I didn't really notice one throughout Con Air. You know, cured a couple of songs. Uh-huh. Didn't really notice it through Face Off either. But it, some things stood out for me in The Rock. See, I thought The Rock was overwhelming at times, like big patriotic. That's probably the only reason it's why I fucking noticed Michael it. Michael Bayish, <laughs> <laughs> big time, big time. Honestly, so that's that's the only reason why I gave it. It's like fuck, I didn't notice it. It didn't suck. So that's why I gave it. <laughs> Just the only alternative to the rubber chicken. For me, Facebook, face, Facebook, face, <laughs> face off, face off was meh. The Rock was meh. Con Air had Sweet Home Alabama, and it had How Do I Live by Trisha Yearwood, and that's all you fucking need in a movie, really. Winner, winner. So it's easily Con Air by a fucking land. You know, those aren't on the soundtrack though. What? Those two songs. Ne- yeah, I know neither of them yeah, are on the soundtrack. Only the the because there was this big thing because they they wanted to do How Do I Live and they were like like we wanted to be a country song or whatever. Yeah. So we're gonna go to these you know a couple different artists and Leanne Rhymes turned into a version and Trisha Yearwood turned into a version. They're like we like both of these, we can't decide. We're just gonna pick both of them and then they didn't want to like put both of them on the fucking album either, yeah. so they didn't even include it. But like so you're, you're <laughs> both in the movie, one's in the beginning, one's yeah. at the end. Did they really use both, both versions? Both that yeah. is yeah. awesome. That's so great. you're mostly going with the soundtrack within movie, not the actual soundtrack then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this isn't one I felt like real strongly about, so it was actually like a lot tougher. I had to go back and sort of think about it, and it broke down a couple different ways. Where um, the Leonard Skinner moment in mm-hmm. Con Air was like the defining moment of that movie for me. It was really cool. It sort of like let you off the hook where Bashimi's having that crazy, creepy scene with the little girl, and um, that. Sweet Home Alabama kicks on. You see the girl's not dead. Mm-hmm. The plane's back in the air. They're That's partying. Cool. And it's just like, it feels like it, it's like opens up that third act. Everybody's cards are on the table. Uh, um, uh, Cyrus is on to Poe. Mm-hmm. Poe's kind of like eyeing him down. You know what I mean? It, it almost feels like when you're a kid, like when you get all your G.I. Joe's set up and now you're going to start crashing shit. And that's what they did. They like took it into Vegas. They set up all their things and they took it into Vegas. And Right on. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was like really cool there. But um, <clears throat> other than that, there wasn't anything too memorable for me. And I, yeah, the 
the the rock was a little different. It was sort of like a more Jurassic Parky like soundtrack where it was like there was a theme, a running theme, but it was too much a little bit. Yeah. So I ended up going with the with uh, Face Off. Face Off. Yeah, it had a couple uh, cool little like uh, bass beats and stuff that were signifiers of different characters, and it, it worked for me. Right on. I'm going uh, best score soundtrack Con Air. Um, so I'm giving this idol to Trevor Rabin and Mark Mancina for co-composing an overproduced, fun, dumb, cliche rock uh, <laughs> soundtrack. I mean that in a good way. Um, but uh, yeah, How Do I Live isn't on the uh, soundtrack, just uh, FYI. But yeah, it reminded me of a 90s John Carpenter uh, soundtrack. Had a lot of guitar hmm. riffs, um, especially like the, the the villainy scores were very villainy. The hero scores are very, you know, uh, hero-esque. Hero-y. Yeah, hero-y. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it reminded me of a 90s John Carpenter score. Um, you get uh, 17 tracks. Uh, most of them are fun on the Con Air soundtrack. Face Off and The Rock um, are thin in comparison with only eight tracks. Usually I'm quality over quantity, uh, but didn't uh, go that way with this one. I think the Con Air uh, soundtrack mm-hmm. is pretty pretty fun. So um, That takes us to best quote. Uh, I, I kind of wrote pages of quotes yeah, from all like movies. So, but in the end, only one <laughs> is just fucking amazing. <laughs> takes the cake. Uh, the Rock. Uh. Uh, losers whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> Carla was the prom queen. <laughs> really? <laughs> that is just so... I, I rewound it like three times. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. It's so fucking awesome to hear Sean Connery say that and the way he said it. Just Yeah, that's so good. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah there are so many quotes, especially, especially like Con Air. It's just like every line is like, what the fuck? Now this is your barbecue. So great. Um, but I'm going. I'm going with the Rock, and it's not not that line. It's this line actually makes me laugh. Like that line's like a good little humorous moment. This isn't like meant to really be funny, but every time, and it's it's the delivery, and it's uh, they're both locked in their cells, and Stanley goes, "You broke out. Let, let me see if I can get this straight. Down the incinerator chute, on the mine car, through the tunnels of the power plant." Under the steam engine, that was really cool, by the way, and into the cistern, into the cistern through the intake pipe. But how in the name of Zeus's butthole did you get out of your cell? I only ask in your current in our current situation. Well, because it could prove to be useful, you know, information maybe. Like I just the Zeus's butthole yeah. is so fucking out yeah. there, and I don't know, like it's how he delivers it, and every time I know it's coming, and it still just fucking makes me laugh, and it's. I don't know. Yeah, that was a nice, that was a really nice quote. It's measured, and then he explodes. <laughs> it's it's well, the like, only reason why uh, Stanley Goodspeed didn't swear uh, in The Rock is because Nicolas Cage insisted on it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. Huh. A little IMDb. Well, he cusses pack. twice. He cusses twice when he kills yeah. the bad guys, but mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. Yeah, Where you going? That's awesome. Uh, I had to go with Chappelle. I, I <laughs> everything he said was hilarious. You could tell it was off the cuff. There was a couple quick cuts they made where he made either himself or the person acting next to him laugh, and you could all like catch it, catch him start to break. Uh, so I had to go. There was a lot of them. I could have picked a bunch, but I went with the pickup line because it was just the most compact. <laughs> Girl, you got the prettiest I've seen eyes I've seen in about five to ten. That, that was great. And uh, the second best one that he did was uh, when dude told him that it smelled like his breath it smells was like so much shit in your mouth. mouth. He goes, he uh, he told me he loved me, man. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that was great. Um, right was on. Great. Best oh, yeah, quote, yeah. man. I'm going the rock, dude. I love the quote so much. I <laughs> bought the fucking t-shirt. Um, but hit John Mason, man. Um, your best. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. It is so fucking good, man. So that's where I went. Uh, runner up. 
John Mason, welcome to the rock. It's so just, I don't know, yeah. iconic. To he kind of puts chills up your spine. Another one we got to acknowledge at least, because we were talking about memes, is he, in a movie called The Rock, he says it looks like you're stuck between The Rock and a, a hard, hard place. place. Yeah, yeah. No, he said it's a hard case. Yeah. Referring to, he should have put on like Ray-Ban shades and just like sat back. After <laughs> I have it, to right. give some love to the trolley driver in The Rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his trolley, yeah, his trolley's all fucked up, and he goes, that motherfucker ain't safe nowhere. <laughs> 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 I want to see that fucking sequel. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I have they call, another... me, they call me Johnny 6000 if they knew the truth or whatever. <laughs> oh, God, man. Fucking Danny Trejo. Um, how man. in the name of Zeus's butthole was a runner up for me as well. Um, and then I love Caster Troy, man, when he says, if I, were to, if I were to buy you flowers, where would I. No, 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 no. If I was to let you suck my tongue, <laughs> would you be grateful? You know, yeah. I could eat a peach for hours, all that shit. So, um, that was creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could eat a peach for hours. Uh, best screenplay, doesn't win. Uh, I went with Face Off. What, what, it seems so much more complex than, than, than uh, Con Air. Both, I said I loved all three storylines. Fan, fuck, fantastic, really. But uh, the lines, the obsession, uh, just the, the whole story in general for Face Off got it for me. You know, this FBI agent with his obsession, switching face. I mean, really, who would have thought of that? Yeah, yeah. You know, just great stuff all the way through. All these movies are pretty contrived and stupid. It's not that we don't like them. We love them yeah. because they're contrived and stupid. Yeah, but like, shit on them because like, there's so much shit in all these where you oh, just get to like roll your eyes but like that makes no fucking sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you have to turn critical thinking cut totally off. Yeah. So I'm just I'm throwing stories by the wayside. Like the stories themselves play no part in this. And so it really comes down to, you know, um, characters. So who has like the best like well of characters? And I'm going with Con Air because there's so many fucking characters and they're all so different. They all play very integral parts to how they get into their crazy, stupid, fucking shitty situations that they're in. <laughs> um, you got Cyrus, you got Garland Green's a crazy fucking character, Diamond Dog, Billy Bedlam, uh, you Baby O, Cameron Poe, you got Larson's a fun character, and yeah. uh, fucking Santino or whatever, <laughs> Pinball, like all these fucking characters and like. You're you're playing with a lot of people on, on paper, and to make them all that that you know different, and not just your run of the mill prisoner, just like yeah, one liner type and thing. Into like it, 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 yeah, and, and like I said, like <clears throat> that movie is just so like stupidly quotable with stupid lines. Like, <laughs> they say my ties and Yahtzee. Like what does that even fucking mean? I love it. I don't yeah, know what it means, yeah. but yeah, I'm going Connor. Right. Solid. I, I actually went with The Rock for a pretty simple reason. I thought it was like the smoothest and, and the tightest, most compact. They got their their point across the the best. Um, they kind of hit the comedic beats with all the dialogue, like mm -hmm. the the lines landed when they were supposed to. They moved things along. Uh, yeah, and I, I just thought the pacing was was pretty good too. I mean, you got a car chase in San Francisco in like the first twenty minutes of the movie. With you get to see the big <laughs> everything exploding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything <laughs> explodes. The jumps over the hills. All the classic stuff. So yeah, I just thought they made the 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 tightest little package with the least hiccups. So I went with the rock. Right on. Uh, best screenplay. Uh, what if you could walk into prison and give Pollux a nice big brotherly hug as Caster Troy? I'm going face off. I like that idea, man. It's a it, it's a fun B sci-fi script. Yeah, it is. Um, and when uh, John Woo was presented with this script, it was set in the future, mm -hmm. and uh, he said, "Let's you know take it to present day." And uh, I, I like that because there's a slight sci-fi to this and movie. It's that almost I really believable. Like. I yeah, mean, it's almost. Like, it's it's almost believable. Yeah, it's 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 fun <clears throat> sci-fi. Um, but you uh, you have a fun conflict between heroes and villains um, you have that that some really fun mythological uh, subtext you know to it you have I like the personal stakes uh, for Sean Archer 
Um, it's a great action script. Um, I think it's one of the Face Off is probably one of the top in the action uh, thriller genres for me. Mm -hmm. I really had a lot of fun with um, with Face Off, so I'm going Face Off for best screenplay. I gotta say, as far as that goes, too, they did a great job of getting a more complex idea across um, better through things like dialogue. Something that hung me up in Con Air, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but did you notice the transponder bit? How hard they had to try to explain what was going on, and how many times they had to tell you that there's this thing tracking this plane, and this is what we're doing with it, and that like <laughs> it was kind of like this recurring thing. But but and I thought like uh, uh, Face Off did a better job of taking a more complex idea and and making it digestible mm -hmm. in a reasonable amount of time. So yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, yeah. Well, that takes us to oh. best technical achievement. Uh, I gotta give that to Con Air, uh, landing a plane in Vegas and crashing it through a casino. That had to have been a bitch. I mean, to pull, and it looked extremely. And I found out later on, it really was a fucking casino they crashed through. I think they put thirteen cameras on that shot. Yeah, it was. They, it was such a great shot. Yeah, you can't. It's fuck not like that you up. get multiple takes. <laughs> exactly, and for like you said, a, a, fir a first-time director of anything worth a shit. Yeah. I mean, that was fucking spectacular. Mm -hmm. Definitely deserved an award for that. Nice. I'm giving it to Oliver Wood for Face Off. I think there's like a lot of just really cool elements and in, in settings that are going on. Uh, particularly like the actual like face changing scene. There's a lot of fucking like cool shit going on in there. And those dummies, like even though they're clearly dummies, still look really fucking good. Like mm -hmm. they very much look like Nicolas Cage and, yeah. and John Travolta, even though like. I feel like they shoot them when they don't need to. Like, mm. why can't Nicholas Cage just lay on a fucking table? Like, you're, like, using the dummy for shots. <laughs> like, well before anything's even fucking happening to it. The same thing with Chappelle and Con Air. I thought yeah, that that's, was, a yeah. Weird, that, that, that's a weird looking yeah. dummy. It yeah, kind of yeah. looks like him, but kind of doesn't. I don't know what's going on. Seemed um, unnecessary, but yeah. yeah so you, but you guys like, should freeze frame it when uh, for a split second. And I mean a split second. You get to see Nicholas Cage without his face. Yeah. It looked like somebody had taken <laughs> crayon. <laughs> like I had, I like said to, you know, millisecond by millisecond that fucker. But it was like, oh my god, now I know because I thought, why didn't they show that? That would have been so awesome. Uh, and I love it. Oh, yeah, okay. Like a reflection in the glasses, and then like a side yeah. view, and then just like that quick shot with the cigarette hanging out. Mm -hmm. And uh, as soon as I saw it, yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, but then you also got the the prison and like the the boots and how those look and like the, yeah. that stuff. That stuff was pretty cool. All right, where are you going, brother? Uh, I went with Face Off uh, for a slightly different reason. I liked uh, a lot, especially in like the open sequence and in the closing sequence, a lot of the practical effects that they did concerning the, the jets and just like, the helicopters, the scale of the things that they were doing. Um, it was refreshing to go back and see like practical explosions done and done in mm -hmm. a certain way. That was nice. That was like, like a blast from the past, <clears throat> especially all three of these Fuck yeah. right in a row. And, uh, you know, Con Air did it really well in the Boneyard, too. They even yeah, had some, some shots really that were... Action that were similar, you know, and like opposing planes and like kind of a game of chicken concerning play. They did, I just thought, uh, I thought Face Off did it really That's well. That's so fucking so. awesome. All of our technical achieve achievements had something to do with practicality. Yeah. You know? Um, which it's I, nice to be able to say that for fucking Yeah, awesome. it's refreshing, yeah. man. Really and was. that's why I went with my first tie. I'm going Face Off and Con Air for the use of uh, practical effects and stuntmen. Nice. Um, but uh, you look at Face Off, the airplane going down the runway, and the fight on the deck of the boat. Um, originally, <laughs> they were all planned as green screen shots, uh, but John Woo came I in. John and, Woo style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you take your green screen. Yeah. He said, Fuck it, dude, we're filming this to support the, he said we're filming this uh, practically to uh, support the realism of the story you know and uh, I, I 
It looks fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Con Air for the Jailbird crashing through the, the real casino, nice. the Sands Hotel, uh, putting 13 cameras on that thing and you know letting fucking it crash impressive. through the Sands. Um, I think both movies hold up for that reason. Practical effects, man, can't beat them. And I think, yeah, all three of these movies still look pretty good, you know? So uh, that's where I'm going. Best supporting performance. Where are we going, guys? Uh, I went with The Rock, uh, Ed Harris as General Frank. Oh, I was calling that. But uh, just because, like, in every scene he's in, you can tell that, I mean, he just lives, that character almost. Uh, the expressions on his face, the tone of his voice, when he's talking about what he's doing, why he's doing it, and so forth. It is so, beli- I'm like, if that guy were talking to me, I would uh, not know he was an actor. I mean, he, if I didn't know who Ed Harris was, yada, yeah. yada, yada, and I heard that or saw it on the news or whatever, I'd be like, oh my God, it's just that fucking believable. Yeah. And just a great, like I said, uh co-star or whatever you want to call it and he just did an amazing job with that character yeah it's not a whole lot of screen time i would have loved to have seen him more but every second he was on he just nailed every little yeah. piece of his character i didn't go that route but i love ed harris in this movie yeah i think that's... he's great um i i'm going john malkovich and con air uh there, there's a couple reasons here one malkovich uh was this dramatic actor like he did you know shakespearean type roles and shit he had never done anything like this and he fucking like knocks it out of the park he's playing this bad guy um but there's another reason i, I go him and it's go him uh, <laughs> i'm going with him it, it's uh i i have a friend's dad he's a screenwriter and he he wrote like a lot of movies and stuff in the 90s and like he was in uh las vegas trying to sell a script to richard Gere in 1996 and he was staying at a hotel on the same floor as John Malkovich while they were filming this movie. And he would see John Malkovich all the time. And John Malkovich, whenever he would see him, would just give him this, like, menacing stare and, like, stare at him through the hallways. Like, no matter where they were, like, always give him this evil look. And he's like, he's like, I was always, like, chilled to the bone by him. He's like, I didn't know if he was, like, really, like, evil. But, like, he's like, but, you know, he's a method actor. So, like, he was just, like, kind of getting into the role. And, like, he just happened to pick me as the person that he was, like, putting this, like, menacingness onto. And so, like, just the, the fact that John Malkovich, like, wears it on his fucking sleeve, even when he's not on set, is fucking just... It'd be Next crazy if he picked like the wrong guy to be Mad Dog. In <laughs> like John Malkovich gets. Beat I don't know. Up, John Malkovich is like staring me down. I'm just like, no, yeah, dude. Yeah, you, yeah, got, yeah. you got a fucking look to you, man. I'm in a different room. Yeah. Yeah. I want a different hotel. Didn't he just make a movie that you can't watch for like a hundred years? Yeah, he and who was it? Uh, was it Robert Rodriguez? Hmm. They made a movie and they're like, yeah, yeah was, I don't or think Peter it was Jackson. Peter, was it? Was it, Peter? it was somebody. Yeah, it was somebody. Um, yeah, he made a movie recently that you can't watch for like a hundred years. It, it's been locked which, away and they won't unlock it. For, it was like which means no one will ever ago, see it. So. It's like because we get nuked by fucking Korea before then. So. It's like no one's going to fucking see if they release it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you imagine someone like on the hundredth year, you know, someone's like, It was oh, Robert man. Rodriguez. Was it really? Oh, yeah. So John Malkovich is, or uh, John Malkovich is way fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> the hundredth, the hundredth year, everyone's like yeah, the, surrounding this. Movie's called One hundred years the movie you will never see. Yeah. <laughs> Release date November 2, 2115. Yeah, 2115. When was it? 2115. So, okay, 2115, they all surround like this Blu-ray, right? But no one has a fucking Blu-ray player. Nobody, <laughs> nobody has any batteries to work the remote control. Where do we stick this into the hologram? Yeah. <laughs> and What's then you watch it, day? it's like the like... biggest piece of shit you ever see. It's just like your average John Malkovich movie. <laughs> no wonder they nuked Hollywood in 2015. <laughs> if it's a fucking sequel to Con Air and we don't get that, I'm going to piss. No shit. Uh, I actually changed my pick right in this room. Mm-hmm. I had gone with Ed Harris as well at first, but... Uh, 
I ended up changing it to John Malkovich as Cyrus. Goddamn oh, well, right you, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a dirty traitor. But no, he, he plays more prominently in, in the movie. You know, he's got more screen time. I think he yeah. carries more of the weight of the film. And, uh, you know, he does a good job with, with what he's given. That's not my favorite, like, sort of, um, like, dialogue written for him. I, I like the character. It's it, dumb dialogue, but he delivers it so He well. does a great job with what he was given. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and that's why I had to give it up for him. Right on. Best supporting performance, man. I'm going Sean Connery as John Mason, man. He brings his suave, badass bondiness to the role. And he's, he's having fucking fun, man. He makes a simple fucking line like, Welcome to the Rock. <laughs> fucking awesome, you know? Um, yeah, man. Sean Connery just showed up and he killed it, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love Sean Connery. I'm going uh, him for best supporting performance. Um, that takes us to lead performance. Where are you going? Uh, real quick, a lead performance. I, this is where you guys can uh, maybe sway me a little bit. So, so uh, This was my one and only tie. I went, uh, well, book, fuck. Yeah, face off to John Travolta and Nicolas Cage for playing Sean Archer and Castor Troy. The way they were, I mean, you had such, you had this dedicated family man who was, you know, all for good. You had this, you know, basically dedicated to terrorism. They didn't give a shit about anything else. And they had to swap. Yeah. You know, and then they, they did such a great fucking oh my job. God. They are chewing I mean, scenery or scenes yeah. left and right in this I movie. I mean, you, I could not take my eyes off these guys. No, they are, they are fucking fun. And, and, they, and I thought they pulled off, you know, like I said, just complete opposites. Let's switch real quick. Okay, yeah. now you gotta do the complete opposite kind of acting. Yeah, and they pulled it off. It was fucking. That's why wonderful. I got my best duo, man. The duality of that, the, yeah. you know, each character. So, so they definitely got my best lead performance. That's cool. Where'd you go? I'm I'm going with the same film, but I'm not splitting it. It's going to John Travolta. Right uh, I think right I think Nicholas Cage is a little too over the top at times, and I think I think John Travolta is an understated performance because we, you know, uh, at, when Castor Troy and Sean switch, uh, Nicholas Cage has to like you know find ways to amp up his character and pretend to be crazy when he's not but it's i feel like it's way more difficult what travolta is doing by like being a person who starts out over the top and has to try to keep trying to subdue himself <laughs> and yeah. can barely fucking and can do it, yeah. barely <laughs> manage to do it and it's i think he's doing a like just a, a more simplistic job like when he's you know sean archer in sean archer's body he's kind of boring and stagnant and then when he becomes caster troy as as sean archer <laughs> there's just this so much wealth of like what he's Papa's doing got a screen. brand new bag yeah, I hate to see you go awesome. but I love, love to watch you leave <laughs> yeah I'm with you 100% I went with John Travolta too wow. uh, I like and I did put as Sean Archer and Caster Troy because it's cool he does get to give his treatment to two different characters it's <laughs> he plays Caster Troy more than he plays Sean Archer yeah yeah no absolutely <laughs> True. yeah and uh, and I thought you know as far as they do play off one each other uh, one another well I thought he picked up some of Cage's mannerisms especially when he first goes to gloat in the cell he's like, he's like oh, looking yeah. into a mirror except not you know he does, he does <laughs> yeah. a great job and 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 at all stages of it uh, no matter what he's doing whether he's you know the the sad cop or whether he's over to the top Insane criminal, you believe him at every, at every, you know, dude can mm -hmm. act his ass off, so yeah, give it Well, up. you do, you guys could have swayed me, but you kind of confused me even more. <laughs> you went with a tie, yes, with John Travolta, Nicholas Cage. You guys both went with solidly John Travolta, John Travolta yeah. and I have written on my paper Nicholas Cage, <laughs> <laughs> wow. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with that. It was my favorite Cage. Um, character and it's my favorite performance because man, it is the it is the craziest cage 
I think I've seen. I haven't seen Vampire's well, yeah. Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I haven't watched Vampire's yeah, Kiss. And man, well, he, he was, I, lo- I liked Wild at Heart. He though. is so much fun in this movie. Everything mm-hmm. he says, like, oh, I'm Caster Troy. Even when he has the gun to his head, he's like, um, he sings that song, Waiting on the Big Red Baby, or whatever it is, you know. <laughs> and it's like, um, you might as well shoot me because I don't give a yeah. fuck. Yeah. You know, just he's so electric in yeah. this movie, man. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go Nick Cage, a lead performance in. Um, and face off. That's where I'm going. Yeah, I just, I just can't because like, like we talked at the beginning. Like Cage is a really capable actor, and this one I just feel like he's just like I'm just gonna throw everything at the wall and see what uh, fucking sticks. <laughs> and like I just like I know he can play like a subdued, like backed off character. Yeah, and, but I'm glad we got that Cage. Sure, I, I oh, have fun watching him, but I just don't think it's like something that's like best actor material. It's almost like concentrated, distilled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and it's like it's almost like it's purest form in a small yeah, right sure. there. It's, yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, that takes us to best scene, which I had a hard time with this one, guys. I did too, because I thought, you know what? What what's the real base other than Nicolas Cage? What are the basis of these movies? They're all late '90s action movies. Yeah. So I had to go with what I thought was the best action scene. That's how I. And I went it. with uh, the boat chase scene and face off. Oh, nice. That was fucking amazing. I mean, <laughs> just kicking the fucking shit out of each other. Boats flying through other fucking boats, for fuck's sake. Nicholas Cage is water skiing on the side of the boat. No <laughs> shit. He, like, like, he does this every fucking... I don't need skis. I'm Nicholas Cage, motherfucker. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like... Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. I, I just... I lo- I'd love... That. That's my, my... It's my favorite scene through all three movies, easily. Uh-huh. Uh, if they weren't action movies. But, I mean, it is. And it just... You know, they were shot well, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you're believable. I mean, it, all you, practical, man. And I, I love that shot great. too, where at the end the the boat explodes and they go flying through the air, and you can totally see that it's two stuntmen. Yeah, but not CGI. Exactly, it's two stuntmen being thrown through the air. That wasn't no fucking green screen. Man. Yeah, they were really no. throwing motherfuckers through the air. <laughs> Some of my favorite shots is like the practical stunt work. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, God, I'm I like, oh look at this, look at the so stunt guy. I can and, tell, I love it. Yep. <laughs> it was like, where's the action movies? Well, motherfucker, give us that good old school shit, no and we'll shit, start watching them again. You know? Shit. <laughs> Kind of tired of CGI lasers. I don't know. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Something about it just which, fucking blows. Which Face Off had, though. Shut up, Kyle. Give me a reward. I'm going with, you know, best scene. Like you said, you're like, these are action movies. So I had to go, like, what's my favorite, like, action scene in all these movies? And it goes back to my favorite location. It's the airfield, that boneyard, when they, like, nice. fucking trap off the cops and, That's like, are just fucking mm. blowing shit up. And, like, they blow up uh, Santino's fucking plane. Like uh, oh, that was man. my runner-up. That shit, and they fucking drive off with fuck the fucking car <laughs> on the goddamn plane. Like how how do you top? Like there's so much fucking crazy action going on in this scene, and and to top it off, not just the action, but like this is where we get a lot of the big development between the characters. Where you mentioned <clears throat> earlier, where Cyrus starts to catch on to Poe a little bit, where like Poe starts to turn Diamond Dog on Cyrus a little bit. Like you're getting all these like triangles like starting. Oh yeah, Poe meets mm-hmm. Kusak for the exactly. Mm-hmm. He gets to meet Kusak for the first time. Yeah, it's that's where uh, a big part of this movie is happening, and there's a lot of practical fucking cool action going on. Yeah. Right on. I wonder if all, all four of us are going to have different scenes. What's yours? Yeah, I, mine's definitely different, and I looked at it a little different. I like I didn't go at a, about it from the same angle. I kind of picked the one that was the most striking and stuck with with me the most. They all had good action scenes. I think some better than others, and I think that is like the main driving theme. But the one that stuck with me, and this might be just a bias from because I saw it as a kid was uh caster troy wakes up uh when when he wakes up with with no fucking face and, yeah and and nice he's oh, unwrapping really? his face and and he, he's looking in the mirror and just <clears> screaming <throat> making animal mm-hmm. noises and then uh he's like you know it's cool we're gonna deal with it and he starts getting fucked up and calling his boys 
and yeah. hatching his plan. Uh, uh, just when you know he's he's sitting there watching his own surgery. Uh, uh, you know, bravo, bravo. Uh, yeah, so that made it, me think of the Joker even more. Was his reaction? Yeah, yeah. Where, uh, that that <laughs> animal noises and kind yeah, of insane laughter. Absolutely, and... I, I, that was like just the crux of that character for me, and <clears throat> the whole thing of like we're gonna turn this into an opportunity for for me. Yeah, that, that was uh, right on. That was the best one. All right, I'm on the fence here, guys. I'm gonna let you help me pick my 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 favorite uh, <laughs> scene here. Um, did you guys like? The shower room scene. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you like the shower room scene in The Rock? I don't even. What do you, oh, were they oh, all the shower room scene? Yeah, he no? kills them off real quick. Because I, I like the drama. I, lo- I love the drama that's going on there. They, they finally it storm was, the castle. They go yeah. inside, and, and Ed Harris has to make that call. Well, he, actually, he doesn't make that call. He doesn't want anybody to die. He doesn't want more blood to be spilled. Yeah, but. All these soldiers, because of his plan, ultimately they gotta go. They yeah, they're yeah. they're rats in a, in a fucking. I, I liked it, but it wasn't anything that really stuck with me. The, yeah, it wasn't I, so, a bad scene, but it wasn't like oh, this deserves an award. Okay, scene. I think I think we're on the same page. That was a runner up. And I was kind of trying to figure out if I wanted that to be my my favorite scene. Because my my big problem with that though was you know like they do all of this awesome shit to get into the rock. And then poof, they're gone. <laughs> and then they just fuck up because one guy t- couldn't get through. Uh, he sets off the. Uh, the the uh, laser ball right. thing, yeah. the sewer thing. So yeah, I was like, man, that kind of sucks. I just want to see where you guys were on that. So it sounds like we're about the same. So like, my favorite scene is going to go um, the first ten minutes of Face Off, um, and that's the airplane hangar scene. Oh, okay. Um, the reason I went with that is, um, you know, I wanted that '90s action flavor, kind of like you mm-hmm. were talking about. That's how that's how I approached it as well. And uh, John Woo, I think, pulls out all the stops in that airplane hangar. You get slow mo. You get twin gun dives. You get Mexican yeah. standoffs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I think it shows the strengths of Sean Archer. I mean, he defeats Caster, but then you see the uh, the, the helicopter uh, landing on a plane. <laughs> the psychotic tendencies of Nicolas Cage and his performance inside that ang- uh, that hangar. Um, so that's where I think I, th- I think it's a great setup that um, sets the table for the rest of Face Off. So I'm gonna go with the airplane hangar scene. Nice. Um, defining moment. Where are you going? Uh, I went with The Rock. Uh, Stanley lets Mason go. No, nice. You know what I mean? It, it just... Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought I thought it was... Yeah, yeah. It's so sweet. <laughs> it was. I mean, you, know, you have these two guys. You know, one's, well, supposedly a criminal. And the other one works for the FBI, this nice guy who does what's right. Uh, you know, who obeys the law. And they've just been through so much shit together. And he's like, you know, officially you're dead. Go. Yeah, yeah. And Mason fucking went uh, real fast. <laughs> did you notice that when you were watching? Yeah, it? I did. I'm like, God damn, for an old guy, he fucking moves. <laughs> yeah. But you know, what I mean, like, for the first time in 33 years, uh-huh. this man is free. He just wants to go be with his. Well, he probably wouldn't be able to be with his daughter, but I mean, yeah. he's free. Man, can you imagine that feeling being locked in a solitary confined cell? No one knows of your existence. Yeah. Everybody thinks you're dead. 33 years later, you're free. Yeah. I mean, what what a fucking experience! I hate to quote Fight Club right now, but that man's breakfast will taste better than any breakfast you or I ever had. <laughs> no shit, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, for me, uh, defining moments that thing that like I'm I'm looking back at and like this this marathon was about Nicolas Cage essentially. So if I'm looking <clears> at these <throat> movies and I pull Nicolas Cage out of all of these, what movie doesn't work the most? Face Off. 
Like, Nicolas Cage in Face Off is what makes Face Off Face Off. Like, <laughs> people wouldn't still talk about Face Off if Nicolas Cage wasn't in this doing yeah. his weird fucking shit. So, like, <laughs> Nicolas Cage being, like, gross as fuck is really my defining stuff. <laughs> with the weird shit, like, grabbing a fucking schoolgirl's ass, dressed as a priest, and, like, she that mimicking shit too. coming. Like, yeah. And just, like, oh, you know, suck my tongue. And, yeah. and Killing everybody a peach. Yeah, I can eat your peaches. Gross. And like trying to fuck like Sean Archer's daughter and like that's like him being just fucking creepy and gross as fuck is the defining thing. Nice. Harder to make those scenes. Is that is that cheating? Was that cheating? cheating. His wife, because she she fucked Sean Archer or Castro Troy. No. No. She, I don't know. I, I wouldn't think so. Was that Ca- yeah. was that Caster's dick or was that Sean Archer's dick? Uh, well, it was Caster's dick. That's not <laughs> cheating. That's, that's rape. Because <laughs> she didn't consent to have sex with Caster Troy. She had. She but it was still Sean. It was still Sean Archer. At the end of the movie. But she she consented to have sex with Sean Archer. She did not consent to have sex with Caster Troy. It's almost like she was gang banged. It would be awesome after the credits rolled. You just see Sean Archer beating the fuck out of his wife. <laughs> this is for cheating on me. You no. find out she's pregnant. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, but she didn't. She now that would have been an Academy Award winning ending, right? Fucking there, man. <laughs> she he, she wipes his face. Right. She goes, but you had pregnant. a vasectomy. <laughs> but that wasn't my dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. She wasn't just like she didn't notice any difference. Her vagina wasn't a little suspicious yeah. when it was just. Yeah, totally they had the same. The dick yeah, to exactly. everything? Yeah. Jesus. Did you have a Good penis job. enlargement? <laughs> Where did you start liking ass play? I imagine, I, I imagine John John Travolta with just a healthy dick. <laughs> I imagine I imagine Nicholas I imagine uh, Nicholas Cage. I imagine Nicholas Cage with a pencil dick. Mr. Travolta, you have a healthy penis. <laughs> See, I go the opposite birth. way because I think to make it in Hollywood looking like Nick Cage, you'd have to be packing. You think he's packing? I, I think he'd have to be looking like you know, that. That's he's true. Italian descent, man. He's yeah. got that Coppola penis. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, would, oh, yeah, he is related to Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, would, I would bet John Travolta has a bigger dick than Nicholas Cage. Well, you can find out. You just have to ask some male masseuse yeah. in, in wherever <laughs> that's in Hollywood. Cage Went full frontal, screaming. No, no in a movie. So. I don't think so. I've no. seen mom and dad. <laughs> no, there's, there's no penis. Oh. Well, there's no Nicholas Cage penis. <laughs> Deleted scene and kick ass. <laughs> oh god. That's what the listeners want. They want more penis talk. So we give it to you. Full movie frontal. reviews and cock jokes right here on AV, baby. Yep. Uh, is, it, is it over to me for it it is. defining? <laughs> you know she's having a laugh. <laughs> No, uh, my defining moment. I know it is like a, a a Nick Cage versus that we're doing, but my defining moment happens to be the most John Woo moment to ever fucking John Woo. It's it's the doves yeah, at the yeah. shootout. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's the it's the Mexican standoff, the five way Mexican standoff with the dynamic gun posing, everyone yeah. switching around. Oh, dude, it's too much, and followed up by a great action scene, and I, it just. Uh, yeah, it felt like it kind of encapsulated the spirit mm-hmm. of what we're doing yeah. here. So. Yeah, no, right that's on. awesome. That was a runner-up right there was the director trademark. Yeah, Doves Fly uh, before the final face-off. That's a really good one. Um, another runner-up was Con Air. The, uh, Con Air was the first movie that I watched, and so I was able to watch that uh, Bruckheimer logo with the the, mm. the road and the lightning yeah. and, the, and the tree burning you know that was really cool and this was the connor was the first film um i he think did after his partner died. after don simpson died yeah. um so it was a new logo so that was really cool that took me back mm. that was really cool that that was the um uh my defining moment for the longest time but i have to go with the rock and it's the moment they say that mason is a british agent 
I have been looking up fan theories for like the last couple of days, and it's in my mind right now that, uh, that there's he, no doubt he's James he Bond. is fucking James Bond. <laughs> yes, he's clearly not fucking British. He's definitely Scottish. So there's <laughs> something there, which made a weird hit when that one uh, that one Marine's what? like, "Yeah, my dad's Irish," and it's like he's like, "Yeah, I'm okay. Scottish. Yeah. I don't know." Yeah. <laughs> like, I've been wanting to watch Goldfinger. And then watch yes. The Rock just to have like a, a two-way you know, continuity, Connery, yeah. James Bond thing. So I, I think it's awesome. That's my defining moment right there. Um, that takes us to Best Director. Uh, John Woo, face off. I mean, the guy is just pure fucking talent in action movies. It's, uh, you know, Simon West did a good job. And, you know, I, mean, I can't remember the other guy's name. Michael Bay. Michael Thank Bay. you. Michael Sorry. <laughs> and let's face it, Michael Bay is just... He's just a walking, talking piece of shit. <laughs> but, wow, um, no, I'm, I, I fucking hate him. He ruins yeah. enough childhood memories. Oh, my God, I'm serious. But he was fucking. I know he did a great job with the rock. He did. Though. He did. He did. I, I, but seriously, he's one of those actors. I know I make jokes about you know people dying and I don't fucking care. Yeah. I wouldn't mean it about Michael Bay. I just would not fucking care. He would do me a good goddamn favor if he yeah. dropped off the fucking planet and burned in hell. But anyway, I, <laughs> John Woo. I mean, and this is classic John Woo, especially that one scene there. He nails those action scenes. They're um, fucking amazing. You know, also all the cam work, the angles he's at and everything. This man knows what he's fucking doing. And Face Off was no exception. No. That's good. I've got a tie. I'm um, going John Woo just because I think it is, like, the most well shot out of all of these mm-hmm. three. Um, but I've, I've got to give some love to Simon West, too, for Con Air being, like, a first-time big Yeah, big that, that was just, yeah, and, and, and you know, going from, like, you know, playing miniature golf to being in the fucking Masters <laughs> is basically what he was doing. And, like... Yeah. He, he, he like does some really cool fucking shit. There's some great goddamn action scenes yeah, in Con Air. You know, any way you want to twist it, there's some great shit going on. Um, and yeah, and John Woo is just being John Woo, and there's dubs and shit. <laughs> it's, there's some, there's some great fucking shots in that as well. So I had to split it up. Right on. I did too. This is my only tie. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll start. I went with John Woo as well for all the same reasons you guys said. I think you covered it pretty well. You know, you pretty much killed it there. But uh, to switch it up, I went with Michael Bay. And nice. You'll never hear me say anything <laughs> Leave, nice. Go. No, You're that's out. the thing. You'll no. never. No hear, more episodes for you. You'll, you'll never hear me. You'll never hear me. Uh, uh, like praise Michael Bay. But I guess credit where credit's due for making True. the yeah. the least Michael Bay movie ever. He I got know. out of there with like no stupid uh, unnecessary effects really that mm-hmm. take you out of it. Like I said, it was like a, a nice tight package. Yeah. It, everything worked the way it should. Great pacing. So yeah, give it up for the man. He made a good one. Yeah, fuck yeah. Exactly. I went with if, it. if I didn't know who directed this and you made me guess, uh-huh. he would not have been my uh, thousandth guess. Yeah. Out I mean, of the three, I would have... Well, I can tell it's said, a Michael Bay movie, but with re- with restraint. Yeah. Well, you can out, tell. Out of the three, if you would have said one of these three is Michael Bay, I would have picked Con Air every time. Oh, really? I, think I, would, I, I would have picked The Rock. Conner, I mean, you can tell... Yeah. Um, he has to have church. some influence over the music. The music sounds Michael Bay. Um, the San Francisco Chase is, is definitely Michael Bay. Um, so he has his signature style there. But with the most restraint, I'm going with a tie as well. My second tie of the night, Michael Bay and John Woo for Face Off. Um, start off with Michael Bay. It's his second <clears throat> film. Uh, what was his first? Bad Boys. No so shit. this was his second film, and it's his best It's his <laughs> best movie to date, in my opinion. Um, to quote Roger Ebert, who, who critically... 
Yeah, he, he fucking hates Michael Bay just as much as you do, I think. I love that guy. Uh, but he gave the film <laughs> three and a half out of four stars, almost a perfect movie, uh, calling it an action picture that rises to the top of the genre because of illiterate, witty screenplay and skilled craftsmanship in the direction and special effects. And uh, yeah, I think he shows restraint, but I think he, he does a phenomenal job with The Rock. He did. Um, and then John Woo, um, with a $100 million production budget, you know, um, he focused on practical effects. It was his call to do the practical effects effects instead of green screen it was a uh, changing the script from you know um, a sci-fi heavy green screen script yeah, to, pre- to present day making it slightly sci-fi mm-hmm. you know you know honestly um, if they'd have given that to anybody I hate to know, if they'd given that to anybody else this would look like a sci-fi channel special yeah and face off would not have been the same he, he mm-hmm. uh, pushed for cage and travolta you know the, the script was going all over the place and he wanted those two eccentric um actors and i think it's his best american film um, you know, and in in, it's his best okay, movie. Yeah, film. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, he had to pack his bag bags after paycheck, and then he hasn't done a movie since. I don't think that's been worth a shit because Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was that's John Woo, right? That's Woo. That one was that. It's not American. It's not American film, yeah. but they no, uh, it's so Chinese. That's, yeah, no, it's Chinese, but that's two thousand five. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't done shit since two thousand five, man. That I give a shit about. But yeah, I think that's his best American film, and I think he nailed it. So and he, it's definitely John Woo. So, um, yeah, they don't make them like this anymore, guys. Yeah, at true. All. They don't make them but, like this. I think this, these three movies were probably the at least the ending of the great action films. Maybe. I mean, they've made some a few good ones since then, but as far as the regulars, you know, the, the big stars, the big directors that do this stuff. Practical effects. Exactly. And... Now you're just having the occasional comeback stars yeah. you know like you know the expendable stuff like that great movie and even the expendables but uses you know like CG, exactly you, know? you just don't see this anymore you don't see it's this a damn anymore, shame yeah. really uh, it expe- yeah well i'll get into this something else <laughs> later but yeah um so that takes us to wild card guys which is uh, create your own category yes exactly and i went with uh you know these were cage movies but i miss crazy cage i fucking miss him <laughs> so much yeah so i created the crazy cage award and he was the <laughs> fucking craziest Ask Castro Troy and face off. I mean, it just does not get more sane than that. <laughs> over and it, like Kyle's right, he is over the top in this, but I fucking loved watching like him. Like a bug eye. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like even when he's acting like he has an orgasm in his pants from grabbing some chick's peaches. <laughs> yeah. He just his expressions, his mannerisms, his voice. I, I had to give it to face off. Nice. I usually like to pick my wild card after I watch all the movies. Say, what's mm. what's a common thing between all these that I can evenly do? But sometimes there are these that we do and you go, yeah, I already know what I'm going to do beforehand. Mm. And Nicolas Cage is known for being crazy in movies and having weird fucking hair in movies. So I went with best <laughs> Cage hair. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, and you got like, in Face Off, you got this weird fucking mustache you got know, going right? in the beginning, yeah. which just it just disappears for whatever reason. <laughs> like, he just stops having a mustache. But obviously, the winner goes to Con Air and that <laughs> yes. fucking mullet. mullet. <laughs> and, and you know, there's a fucking like uh, internet thing where you just, it'll be like, click this button and then blow on your computer screen, and then you click it and you blow, and then it cuts to that when he like turns around the hair, just, the window blows through his hair, so it's like you're blowing his hair. Like it's it's fucking That's beautiful. Nice. I love yeah. I love Cage fucking wigs and shit. Yeah. So what'd you create? In that spirit, I did best Cage face. Yeah. Like, so just nice, Cage nice. face. Um, and, face. <laughs> yeah, and and actually, <laughs> that awesome. that scene that you were talking about for Con, if I was picking for just Con Air, would be it where he turns into the sun. I think he might give a wink or something. Sometimes you need a little finesse. And he's got a real good one in The Rock where uh, he's kind of disarming the bomb and he's very centered and mm. you know trying to focus himself. <laughs> is pretty funny, but yeah, it's got it's definitely got to go to Face Off because it's just 
all the way through it, whether when it's get, he's getting fucked up or he's hitting on a girl or he's killing someone or doing something ridiculous. He's making a fucking crazy face, and I love it. So nice. it my, my favorite in that one is when he's like, he gets punched in the, the jail, and he's like down, and he's like, oh, and he's like, oh, I gotta be crazy. Ah! Yeah. Oh, now the scared. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, that's, like, a great, that's a great moment. The the one that's I a almost Hulk Hogan moment. Yeah. <laughs> the one I almost went with as a category, but I decided Cage Face was a little better. Was uh, the coolest prison because they all three yeah. were yeah. sort yeah, of right so, on. That's, yeah. that's, that would make going too. Nice. Uh, my wild card, I went with Best Ensemble. And uh, I give it to Con Air, for sure. But it, uh, man, The Rock is a great ensemble, man. You get Sean Connery, Ed Harris, John Spencer. You get David Morse, William Forsyth, Michael Bean, Vanessa Marshall, which I had a huge crush on her. My, my mom used to watch hot. Journal Hospital, mm-hmm. and she was a lead on that. And I thought she was yeah, the hardest mom did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I would, dude. I, I fucking ate it up. <laughs> you didn't even mention Nicolas Cage in that. <laughs> well, and, and Nicolas of- Cage and John C. McGinley. That's a great yeah. fucking cast. And so Con Air, though, ultimately wins. You get John Malkovich, Ving Rhames, John yeah. Cus- Cusack, Dave Chappelle, Danny Trejo, Steve Buscemi. It's like the original Expendables. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, it's nice. like a, a villain Expendables, you know? Um, yeah. So awesome. After going through that list, also remember all three of these movies were made right in a row. So think about the uh, the rotating cast of actors that Cage worked with in a three-year span. I oh, mean, yeah. just, oh, just man. crazy yeah, no list just right in a row. No kidding. Yeah. So that's, that's a great cool. fucking resume, man. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. All right, guys. This takes us to uh, the granddaddy. <laughs> <clears throat> takes us to best picture. Uh, <clears throat> before I give mine, I just want to say, like, seriously, all three of these films were not a disappointment in the least. Very rarely do we, we get a versus or a three-way where all the movies are just so much fun and enjoyable to watch. There's always at least one fucking turd in the barrel. Yeah. But not here. But at the end of the day, I had to go with Face Off. Really? Okay. I mean, with, with the story structure. And it was hard, I had too. no idea where you are going to go with this one. I think I know where you are going to go. Okay. But... Um, so the story structure, acting, action sequences, the crazy cage, just everything for me piled up into Face Off. And I said it's reluctantly because I love Con Air, I love The Rock, but if I had to pick one, it'd be Face Off. Nice. For me, uh, it's it's Con Air. I absolutely fucking love Con Air. I, it is, it's a great it's movie. It's one of my f- guilty pleasure movies. Uh-huh. Like, it, And I knew that coming in, and I was like, well, it's, you know... It probably won't take too many awards for me because there's a lot of great stuff in these other two, but it, it still ended up doing that because I fucking love this movie so much. <laughs> right I love this movie so much. We had a party one year on July 14th because, you know, you he gets out of prison on July 14th. Nice. He's daddy for the first time on July 14th. <laughs> we had a party on July 14th that was a Con Air themed party and made everyone come dress as characters from Con Air. Nice. And we served Mai Tais. We played Yahtzee. That is fun. It, it was just a fucking, like, really fun when, party. What date is that? Of, July 14th. July 14th. Do we need to do that for AV, dude? Right in the summer, dude? We need to do that for AV, dude. Right in the summer, dude. Let's have a Con Air party. Let's have a bunch of boxes of bunnies in them. Yeah. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah, man. That'd be great. You bring your your favorite bunny? Let's throw a corpse off the roof with a note on it. But yeah, if you if you were to ask me, you know, what movie are you going to pop in? That's a great idea, you know, bro. It, it what is. movie would you pop in right now? It's going to be Con Air. Right no, no fucking second guessing it. That's cool. Sweet. I'll, I'll say right on the top. It's weird because the one that I picked is not my favorite movie um, of the three. I have like a heavy bias towards both Con Air and Face Off in that they were two of the ones when I was at a certain age, you have the VHS and it's one of the ones that's just like on mm-hmm. all the time. I've watched both of those movies at least, you know, a dozen times a piece. 
But I went with The Rock in the end because I thought it was the most accessible to like a general public. I thought it aged pretty well. I thought it was kind of the smoothest, um, like I said, the tightest, the best pacing. The comedy was the best. It's hard to do like certain types of comedy and have it age well. They had like yeah. a car phone yeah. joke in there, <laughs> and it went over. It worked. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that's, that's, right. that's hard point. to do. Good it's point. almost like uh, I was trying to think of an analog. It'd be like a person in like the the late aughts making a Jared Fogel <laughs> reference. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't work now. You can't do. Yeah. So, but they they pulled it off, and yeah. Right on. So I felt like it was the best technically objectively done so the rock nice man this was hard for me guys i uh i had a blast with all three of these films and like i said earlier tonight i didn't care what film won i i still don't um i had a blast with all three of these um they all have gaping plot holes generic music bad dialogue but there's just so much goddamn fun um that's what it's all about if this if this was 20 years ago i would have said face off by far i had a french foreign poster in this trailer uh april and i just bought and it was a uh, it was like my favorite poster it just had uh, john travolta nicholas cage with with guns you know facing <laughs> off and uh that would have been my favorite man um but i tell you what man um i'm gonna go the rock really so i would have said con air really I, yep. so let me talk about con air real quick i think the comedy in, in con air is really fucking good man yeah. you get the uh the bird shit on the car <laughs> no one talked about that tonight that was such a funny <laughs> thing he's like every time you watch the car a bird shits on the windshield yeah, <laughs> yeah. well there was so much line. to talk about we there's no way we could have covered it all yeah 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 and then oh, go ahead. i was just gonna say i think con air is the best kind of like irony watch the, uh, be- the best one to laugh mm-hmm. along with like like where you're not if you're gonna be critical of it you're not gonna have a yeah. good time but yeah, if you exactly. just kind of take it as it comes and laugh when and you, i'm super when critical you pizza movie. i'm super yeah, critical yeah. and i'm able to still have a, a great time with con <laughs> yeah, like Absolutely. you always say like movies can be bad but if as long if as you're, you're having fun, fun and that's, yeah. Yeah. i'm glad you bring that up that's yeah. exactly how i feel about con air i don't give a shit about any of them i think most of my what the fucks went to con air but i had a blast watching mm-hmm. con air or someone was making fun of me uh, yeah. la- all your what the fucks were fun that's what exactly and there's more there's a million more if you wanted to it's like the quotes you know yeah running after the plane and how about the whole makeup of the plane changing halfway through the oh, movie? Yeah, it's yes. right. Now it's just fucking like, and now we're gonna have the the shootout between the plane and the helicopter. Yeah, yeah it's just it's someone just, was just giving me shit um, last night um, during our podcast. We're talking about uh, Thor being my favorite Marvel movie, and it's because. I'm having fun. fun yeah, yeah, I understand the your plot problems and you know the stakes, but I'm having fun. Um, the tourist sightseeing. You know, and Connor was great, man. Mm-hmm. They're gonna yeah. be going Bob's out. T- oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. Or how about that old guy taking a piss underneath, or the old, the old guy underneath the uh, yeah. the tr- the truck? Mm-hmm. It'll be okay. Easy we, for you to say you ain't got to take a piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great line. Too. We just out of nowhere, man. One more crazy, like, kind of cool thing, weird remnant from like the late '90s was the one inmate that just like was a trans like a trans lady oh, the like entire Sally time. Can't dance. Yeah, <laughs> Sally can't and, and like but it was very woke of all the inmates. They all They were used, all cool. They were yeah, all chill. They used her, they used her pronouns. Everybody was cool. Everybody, yeah, everybody, it was yeah, it was uh, so yeah, that's awesome. right on. Yeah. All three were entertaining, but the rock I think tells a more compelling story and has aged far way better. You know, um I think the rock is really real quality. So, I'm going the rock for my best picture. So, uh we will count the golden idols and we will be right back in a minute. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. We are back and before we tell you the golden idol winner, let's talk about the poll. Who won the uh Facebook poll? 
On the Facebook poll, we got a lot of people voting on this one. Um, with 17 votes in third place was Con Air. Uh, with one vote more than that at 18 was Face Off. And the runaway winner was The Rock with 40. Damn. So, wow. yeah, near doubling what those those had. Uh, some of the comments in there. Uh, Brad, your wife, April, said, uh, voted for Con Air and said, It's the only one I will watch when I come across it while randomly flipping through the channels. And I, I gotta agree. That's just a movie that, like, if it's on, I'm like, hey, I'll sit and watch this. I yeah. don't even care where it fucking starts. I, <laughs> I know where I'm at. I'll watch it. Uh, Chris Thorpe said, The Rock is the best film of the three, but Con Air is the most enjoyable. And Clifton Alexander said, Face Off is my favorite there. You can't beat Cage playing a bad guy, and even more so when Travolta plays the bad guy. Yeah, no too. shit. So, um, earlier in the week, I was posting, like, hey, watching The Rock, watching Con Air, watching Face Off. And I have a friend that's uh, a part of another group. He's the administrator there. And uh, they have 20,000 in their group. And uh, so he put up a poll because of all my posters. and um, Or all my posts, you know. And um, who won that one, Kyle? Um, on theirs, Conair had 18, The Rock had 40, and Face Off had 53. So, so really? Rock and Conair, nice. Rock and uh, Face Off flipped. Yeah, so Rock and Face Off, two big pulls there. Um, I can't wait to hear who won tonight. I have no idea. So, Kyle, who yeah. won the cage fight? Man, this was an, uh, an actually a really close win. Was it? That doesn't um, happen very often. <laughs> we had we had a clear front runner through the first half when we got to What the Fuck. So I was like, oh, this movie's going to fucking run away with it. Is it so close, though, that we need to do a count? Or like we a, a we do count? not. We okay. do not. I, I was keeping pretty solid track. Um, in last place, and mostly because of me, Con Air, <laughs> 21 votes, <laughs> was in third place. I gave a lot to Con Air. Um, in second place, with 26 was The Rock. Wow. So our winner wow. in 29 Damn. is Face Off. And yeah, The Rock oh, was like had man. twice as many votes as Face Off in the what all the way up to what the fucks. Actually, The Rock was still leading when we got up to uh our wild cards. Wow. So Damn. Face Off took over after wild cards uh and best picture. Wow, that's nice. so interesting. Damn. Man. So uh, hmm. it was 20 you said 29 29 26 26. 21. Wow. Damn. That's... That that never gets that close. And you sure you did a pretty good lead up. Okay. Ma'am. So the only Cage movie that matters now is Face Off. So it is the Golden Idol winner, so does it deserve Pantheon? So for any of our listeners, the Pantheon is where we put the best movies ever made. So um, who wants to kick this one off? Do you want to start, Cousin Wim? I'll go ahead and start. Uh, I'm probably going to be the son of a bitch for this. Uh, This is a great movie. It's a lot of fun. And it is. It's a fun watch. I had a blast watching it, but there's just too many holes for me to call it Pantheon. Yeah. I say no. But, um, but holes are a part of that, right? Buttholes? Yeah. <laughs> buttholes are a part of it. <laughs> yeah, Zeus's butthole is a part of this. And I, I might agree with you, but I'm just trying to figure it out because, you know, there's. I believe that there's a Pantheon black exploitation film. I think there's a, a Pantheon oh comedy. I think there's a Pantheon B action flick. So what keeps this. Is one this back? the Pantheon face swapping movie? <laughs> <laughs> to me, like, uh, as much as I enjoy uh, seeing Crazy Cage. Uh huh. Fucking ridiculous <laughs> when it comes. Um, you know what I mean? It's it, not it's even just, his craziest. Exactly, and it's uh-huh. not. It's just not Pantheon. It's good. It's really good. Uh, you know, I would have gave this a, a four, maybe, maybe even a four point five. Okay, but I, I just, you know, like I said, they're just not good enough for Pantheon for me. Okay, Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, it, that's it's a it's a big no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I enjoy watching Face Off, but there's just so much ridiculous bullshit in yes. it. Um, and, and they've got to at least be a four with a lot of uniqueness to it. And they, and Face Off, well, you know, 
conceptually is really unique. It's still a lot of the same sort of tropes and shit just mm. happening uh, in a weird fucking kind of sense. Uh, I, it's maybe a two and a half, three, somewhere in there. Sitting, I think it's uh, more than that. But. Uh, the yeah. Rock's probably about a two and a half, and Con Air's an eight. Oh, but you give Rock, <laughs> you give Rock a 2.5? Yeah, I, wow. I'm not a big fan of The Rock. Hmm. I, th- I think I think it's the most overrated like action movie. Really? Wow. Yeah, I yeah. fucking hate The Rock. I don't like hate it, but I hate how much huh. love it gets. See, I kind of felt the same, where they do they do a lot of the, the things, but there was nothing that remarkable. Like, there's there's good shootouts, yeah. or, but there was nothing, there was no great shooting scenes, the, the chase was probably the highlight, I guess, but it wasn't the mm-hmm. best chase scene I've ever right. seen. So yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's no bad thing off of you. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you, um, yeah, because I don't even think, I don't think it's on that level really. If I was trying to show a person like a picture of uh, in time of something like, check out this late '90s John Woo flick. Like um, that, maybe I would show it to him, but I don't yeah. think it's. If you're gonna put it in the halls of like greatness, it's not even probably the best action movie. Yeah, of you, that you time gotta. Look, our Pantheon has. Die Hard in it. Yeah. Would you put yeah, Face Off yeah, next yeah. to Die Hard? No, no fucking no. way. Yeah, like yeah. no fucking way. Yeah, and that that's that's sort of it's it, like a contemporary. You know what I mean? So if it can't yeah. even touch one of his contemporaries, I don't think so. Yeah, I wouldn't have uh, said it either. I do love the hell out of Face Off. Um, I would have been on the fence with Rock. I probably would have said no. But if you got you know, if any of you guys loved it, you guys probably could have pushed me over the edge because I do think it's a a great action film. It's a solid flick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, but I tell you, I I do say this, man. I think uh, there is a pantheon movie with gay plot holes, generic music, and bad dialogue. Yeah, it's called Con Air. But you know what? I almost, I almost wish we could take all three of these these movies, these pan or these movies, um, and call it like a Rage Cage trilogy, <laughs> and put it in Pantheon as a Rage Cage trilogy. You know, because by itself, I'm like, yeah, I had a blast with Face Off. Um, but uh, if I'm gonna tell you to watch one, I'm gonna tell you to watch all fucking three. It's like you need to see the Rock. Just take face the fucking off weekend off, man. And Con Air, dude, yeah, because it, it is a fun experience. It, it, is, really it is. is, and a good pairing for sure. Yeah, 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 they play off each other nice. Yeah, so that's all I have, man. I don't think it's Pantheon either. But do you think there's a '90s action flick that could make? There Pantheon? could be uh, nothing that comes off that's the top of my head, but um, but you you are right. Though. I mean, there are, I think there is a Pantheon from those every you know genre and subgenre. Would you said yes to any of those? Any three? Uh, any of those three? Connie or the Rock or Face Off? For what? For Pantheon? Uh, no, <laughs> not to the uh, Connie or the Rock either. Mm-mm. Would you have said yes to Connor? I would have said yes to Connor. Would you? I, I even really? talked to Nathan about this. I was like, I was like going into this one. I was like, of course, none of these are Pantheon. So Face Off was my when favorite. I watch, but... When I watch when I watch Connor, I'm like, I'm I'm having way too much fucking fun watching yeah. this movie. Like, I don't even give a shit. Like some of the bad stuff. What in did it. he like, vote for on the poll? Uh, I think he went with the Rock. Did he go with the Rock? Most people did. Uh, I think the only like action flick in the '90s would be Terminator 2. That I think would be Pantheon. Yeah. See, now we're talking. That, that's a lot. Now that's something I would seriously, seriously consider. Maybe I'd have to rewatch it, of course. Yeah. But all right. Well, I think that's a wrap, guys. Huh? Any other comments? No. Uh, hey, thanks for doing this with us, man. We hope you yeah. get yeah. to do some thanks more. Thanks for having me, dude. I had a blast. Guys. Yeah, yeah I think you'll be back great. for the martial arts marathon. So can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. So uh, I hope everyone listening tonight. I uh, enjoyed the episode. Uh, where can Videoland find you, Cousin Wayne? Uh, you can find me in Adventures in Videoland. All right, Kyle. <laughs> That's that was it. Don't fucking look for me anywhere. <laughs> I will I'm not mention my Instagram can... anymore because people make fun of me when I mention I have an Instagram. I will grab your peaches if you look for me elsewhere. <laughs> uh, you can find me on AV. <laughs> uh, and uh, I got uh, Movie Script Life everywhere else. Uh, Snapchat, Reddit, fucking, uh, I don't know. I think I have an Instagram that I never used to. 
Uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually new to the to the AV group on Facebook, nice. but you can catch me there, Chase Woodrow. Um, I'm also on Twitter, but I'm not giving you that handle. So I say a bunch <laughs> of <crazy shit>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. where I keep my racist yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> my propaganda site. I mean my. <laughs> yeah, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com, the Facebook page, Twitter, Tumblr. Um, Instagram. I wish more people signed on to our Instagram because there's a, the whole history mm-hmm. of AV yeah. um, is on Instagram. We started it. Um, Do you really yeah, bother with Twitter and Twitter, Tumblr man? Anymore? We don't get any hits on Twitter, man. It's crazy. We almost Ooh, have three. Fuck. We're only a hundred away from three thousand people on um, Facebook. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Twitter's like six. <laughs> you know, so people just fight and tell each other to, to kill themselves. The people on Twitter, that's Tumblr party is porn. You know. Yeah, kill yourself and suck my dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that order. (laughs) That's our motto. (laughs) Yeah, so we're all over the place, but you've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour, so until next time, my good people, peace out. Go eat a peach for hours. See ya. (laughs) Oh, nothing makes me sadder than the agent lost his bladder in the airplane.